The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, here it comes. Are you ready? Yeah, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready! about today is this is like officially officially because we keep saying like this is like the official start to like the whatever redraft season dynasty season whatever like we're officially in the midst of the start of the nfl season with rookies reporting for training camp i mean this is just training camp period right like the, the rookies that come in first but also like to my understanding too like the cool qbs they'll be in there you know what i mean Throwing to their rookies, you know what I'm saying? Well, rookies are the only one who are required to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A week early. It's just like I don't. I mean, I know you don't really follow baseball too much, but they say when the pitchers and the catchers uh, report to training camp, they come like a week early before okay. everybody else. So same with the rookies. And yeah, I mean, if you're a really good quarterback for your team, you are probably there to work <laughs> with some of these rookies. Just the way that it goes. But yeah, next week officially is when everybody. Uh, reports to camp all teams hell yeah let's fucking go all right one thing that i thought was pretty funny here the raiders they're not holding back at all they're keeping it 1000 with us they said they traded pro bowler darren waller to the giants because they're tired of him missing games Damn, I almost wanted to respect them a little bit. We we and never remember they're the Raiders. We knew that that was the truth, but they actually had the balls to come out and say it. And you know, it's funny is I think Darren Waller was like, oh, oh contraire, mon frere. I wanted to be <laughs> traded 
and I didn't play because I was tired of playing for y'all. You know what I mean? It's like last year and the year before. A lot of business decisions being made for that Darren Waller. Derek's laughing about that. That shit is so funny. <laughs> I mean, we really, we definitely knew. We definitely had some inside information. Shout out to Jay the Plug. Because there was the, even one time in particular where like, he just so happened to be watching our show. It was a Friday and he, you know, he jumps in the chat. Oh, what up? Jay the Plug, everybody, blah, blah, blah. And we're talking about Darren. We're getting all these Darren Waller questions. Then he texts me the next day. Right? He's like, hey. I got something for y'all. I said, oh, word? He said, yeah, an exclusive. He said, don't say it came from me. But he's like, I was just talking to Darren Waller, and he's not going to play tomorrow. I'm like, word? And that was, like, awesome because we made it, like, a point. Everybody, if you do have a Darren Waller, go get you a, a fucking Foster Moreau or whatever, the or find you a replacement. And it's like, don't even wait it down. It was a one o'clock game on the West Coast. So it was going to be a late game. You know what I mean? And boom, he didn't play. And, and it was because uh, he was nursing multiple injuries, but that wasn't like. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing, too, because they were only listing like one or two of the injuries. I think it was only one. if I'm Yeah. Right. And like he was apparently yeah, like all these joints going on, bro. Like, you know, what I mean, that's kind of crazy because that already shows there's no there's a lack of communication between the player and an organization at that point. Like, like where he's like, listen, I'm not even telling about all these other injuries. Fuck them. I want them to trade me. You know what I mean? Sure. If, if I have like eight injuries, like I really do, you know, that it's going to be harder to trade me. You know what I mean? Let them know, Antonio. He said, if you're not down with IDP, we got two words for you. And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Man, it's really funny because when it comes to the IDP, like, so... I don't know if it's just because of like the type of leagues that I build or the type of content, you know, that gets thrown in there. But in that group, we have a really big percentage of IDP goers. For and sure. There's not, not just people that play in leagues with us or anything. Like there's just a bunch you of- You managed to find the small percentage uh, of people that play IDPs and they all flock in this group. Yep. And so there was this one guy who was like, man, is drafting IDP players the worst? And like there was, let's say there was maybe like- eight. Man, he got destroyed. 80% people who are like, man, you're stupid. Like IDP is the best. But then there was a couple like who were, you know, just, oh yeah. You're like, you're so right. I just hate Cause it. they've never played it. <laughs> well, it's funny. I bet you. I always ask questions. Cause I really like try to figure out like the casuals. I am the admin. <laughs> like, hold on. Make, make some room. Let me get in here. Hey, <laughs> I got a question for you. It's so funny though, because like this dude's talking shit about IDP. And I'm like, bro, just because you're scared. I mean, this it's a whole conversation, but, you know, I'm like, bro, like, you know, paraphrasing more or less, like, bro, just because you're scared of it doesn't mean it's not fun. And just because you might have had a bad experience doesn't mean it's not fun. You probably just played with a shitty commissioner. And then, like, <clears throat> I, like I, I forget exactly what I said, but um, he said something back, and I could tell just by the way he worded it that he was a casual. And I was like, all right, bro, like, I could tell. That you're one of the casuals, you know, by the way, you answered that question. And you this fall why, into the novice category of this. And this group. is exactly why I created the group. So people like you could get like information and get help and advice and all that. <laughs> and yeah, you hit him with the right answer there. When he responded with, you know, that's such a gatekeeping mentality. <laughs> and I was like, wait, doesn't gatekeeping mean you're like trying to keep people away? from doing things and he didn't answer when I was like, so I'm providing a group for people to come in to get information 
Not sure how that's gatekeeping. And then all these IDP leagues that we do to bring in people who've never played in IDP leagues before and explaining it and making sure they know exactly what's up. And we don't make it like super crazy, overly difficult for brand new people either. I was like, how is that gatekeeping? <laughs> and of course, there's no answer, but man, he's stupid. Crickets. <laughs> he's stupid. Some cricket emojis on there right now. <laughs> And Allen, come on, man. We don't fuck. I mean, BDGE, they're cool. But, I mean, even today it was funny. Um, he, They still pop up on my feed. And it's probably because a lot of people who watch, like, our show, like, watch his show too. So just, like, by the algorithm. And, I, you know, like, it just pops up. And he, it was uh, six players that your idiot league mates are avoiding that you should draft. You want to know who the first one was? Calvin Ridley. <laughs> like, come on, bro. We're talking about like fourth and fifth round players right now. They're saying people are avoiding. Get out of here. And I just commented. I was like, man, it's getting harder and harder to like even watch a minute of these videos. Like you're only preaching to the casuals that like know nothing. And he's not any good. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know if he got better now. I stopped fucking with this his video shit. came out today that I that I'm talking about. The video yeah, came out. I'm talking about I stopped fucking with this dude shit years ago. <laughs> Because of like, like just the the grandstand. Like, I mean, sound really sounds really cool being able to read the the you know the stats and being able to uh to make your points using PFF and stuff like that. And like, you know, I you know because of guys like that in the beginning, like I made a point to like you know like you know utilize these same tools and whatnot. And I was just like, yo, like they don't you know I'm still gonna analyze things the way I do. And then ultimately, it's like remove those tools now, and it's like, yo, he sucks, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not any good. Schmitty, guys like that, they're all they're not any good. And I mean, it's just like, one of these things. Like, like I, I understand preaching to the casuals, you know, and I don't want to like. You know what Schmitty said? So what? Spencer Spencer sent me this, and I don't follow Schmitty, but like you know, Schmitty's is open, so he sent me a thing on his Instagram. It was like number one running back in fantasy. This year, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking died, bro. I was like, damn, bro. Like, could it, I was like, could it happen? Is there a world? Yes, but but it's like, like how fucking low as fuck hanging fruit uh, as fuck is that though? You know what I mean? This is just making sure that all these rookies, they, these guys were never like Josh Jacobs is gonna break out. They, they no. were never like, you know what I mean? They were no. no. Especially when Schmitty's one of those guys taking the biggest stances on Lance and pretty much killing him, you know. Like he was not trying to kill Bijan. That's exactly what Spencer said. He said first, first he did it with Kyla, then now he did it with Lance. What and now he's that? gonna do it with, with Bijan. He's like, enough is enough. <laughs> well, well, see, here's what's crazy is like, okay, I love the fantasy footballers. I'm still in the foot clan because I felt like it'd be bad like karma to pull pull my four dollars and twenty cents per month out. So I still Got that going, even though I pay attention to it. About that guy, I bought a Mike Wright a shot. <laughs> zero, even even though you know it's uh, adding to anything that I'm doing by like zero percent. But like, we have to know who their my guys are and who they're promoting because we have to be off of those guys. BDGE, same shit. If they're pushing so hard for like certain guys, like these are the guys who are going to affect like the ADP. Like, I'm not saying it's going to affect all of our leagues, but... Because they're the biggest guys. They're the biggest uh, leagues in the game. Yeah, and, like, goofy people are going to listen to them. 
You know, they really inspired me because I was like, if only I had a bazillion goofies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, wait, Alan says, I only like IDP if the scoring allows your players to get your team the W. Well, if you play an IDP one, two, three, it does. And you know what's funny? is like, that's the most, hey, listen, bro. It's like, it's like I only like any no, player. No, no, I don't like on, any player quick. on my fantasy this team is, that gets no, the W. Hold on. This is exactly why a lot of people hate IDP. Because they're in stupid-ass leagues with stupid commissioners where IDP makes a zero difference on, like, yeah. the team. So, like, yeah, Alan, it should be that way because that's the only way yeah, like we, it's actually worth I mean, it. That's the way that we up, do Pull up one of our joints, bro. Just show, show somebody, <laughs> like, some, one of our joints, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just show and somebody yeah. a lineup real quick. <laughs> and he said, sacks and IDPs don't make my clam show wiggle. Well, see, it's because you don't play in IDP leagues, bro. Like, if you yeah. did and you were getting – and, and sacks are six line. points. Sacks are six points in in yeah. real IDP leagues. So you know, what I mean, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Picks are six points. If your clamshell <laughs> wiggles when your player scores a touchdown, and why do you have a clamshell? Isn't like clams oftenly referred to as a ter- slang term for vagina? Well, we've like, talked I'm just, about I'm just saying, like a clam burger. Hey, 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 we gotta be politically right. correct. We gotta be politically correct. Is now called a bonus hole. Remember? Yeah, a bonus <laughs> hole. Other, uh, a formerly known as vagina is usually commonly referred to as clam things. So I'm sorry, IDP doesn't make your vagina wiggle. Well, no, it's because he played he played in IDP leagues with shitty scoring. Like that's usually yeah. the issue. Is like you got to play scoring. on sleeper, man. Where where the where the default is like the way we played. The way the default became the way that. Here's the thing, so though. Hard. We got dumbasses who go to sleeper and are like, "Let me change this default, you know, and let me like just try to get like." Let me make it like the IDPs on Yahoo. Really whack. (laughs) When Sleeper's the only one who actually, like, took a scoring system that, like, I guess people amongst the community were. I like our leagues because our teams, like, my team consists of two sides of the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got got ten starters on this side, nine starters on defense. You know what I mean? I'm sure your clamshell wiggles. When one of your running backs or wide receivers scores a touchdown in our league, sacks and interceptions count for the same exact points. Just imagine if you got a sack and a touchdown in one play. I mean, your bonus hole would be very happy. Yeah, it'd be wiggling, I guess. (laughs) Shaking (laughs) the clam bakes. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. (laughs) He has the digs on the heavy clam bakes. And uh, and office and I like the fantasy footballers because they're funny, uh, but they're, they're entertaining. Yeah, I, I mean, actually I actually went to one of their live shows and like, and they wants to look it up. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they, so I just you know me, I'm cause I'm cause a scene, bro. I'm just standing on Frisco, the fucking right? chair, Frisco. Yeah. yeah, it's Frisco. You know what I'm saying? The first, I mean, shit. Watch, you could even pull it up. I mean, this has to be one of their first like live shows, right? Yeah, it's one of them. Just put it, it, it's, it's probably easy to find it. And then in the beginning, they come out, and then like you know, what I'm saying they're like, "Wow, this 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 crowd doubt, is lit." And I they doubt, I, I doubt if they'd even be able to have shit. They they weren't doing YouTube from the beginning. No, no, no. This was this was in 2018. They were already popping. Oh, okay. live I shows like there. 16. Okay. Yeah, like they're touring the live show at this point. You know what I mean? And like they said, they were coming to Frisco. I told my brother, like, I told Candlestick, I was like, we're going. He's like, hell yeah. Because you know, but at this point, I've been fucking with their show for like since 2014. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so, like four years in, and it's ironically, I started doing content the next year, and I just never really fucked with their shit after that. Yeah. But, like. I mean, we could probably find this on like the podcast version, but it's nowhere on YouTube. It's nowhere on YouTube. 
<laughs> fantasy football is live San Francisco. Yeah, that's why that's why I pulled that. It's it's showing all the random thing like random like episodes from 2018, but no live events. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so it's all things like just during the season. I've sent you before that. I remember, like, my, it's like, because like I'm standing on. I mean, they don't show me, but you can hell hear me. You know, you know, I'm very distinctive voice, and like I'm wearing my stoke my Austin three six t shirt, and I got camo pants, and I got a Niner camo hat, and I fucking I'm, I'm the reigning champ in in our league, so I got my belt with me, and I'm just standing on the thing, I'm hella jaw jacking and shit, and like they come out, they're like, man, this crowd is lit. Right, and they're like, and then and then, and then Mike Wright goes, especially that guy right there. And then they start kind of getting on me. They're like, and, uh, Andy Holloway goes, "Hey, bro, how long you had that shirt for? Like fifteen years?" And then like, then Mike Wright corrects him, "Man, Stone Cold was way longer. He probably had that shirt longer." <laughs> and you can That's just hell hear me. But That's yeah, if you play in single QB leagues and all that, you know, just the super default leagues, but. It, I used to listen to him most when I was when I had a nine to five job and like yeah. the, head, the headphone, you know, the AirPod was in and just listening to it. Got multiple hours to kill just like doing stupid work at the uh, at a computer for someone else. Yeah, you see, I never, I never fucked with their podcast version. I always like to watch their shit. That shit was always funny to me. What up, you Koo mania? And it was cool. I hella identified. What up, you Koo? I hella identified with Mike Wright because he had the music background and he, you know I mean? He did all the sound engineering for the, for the, for the show. And then they all came from, you know, they all were just these nerds that worked in a fucking video game company together. And then the, the show, the, the iterate, the first iteration was just them having a show talking shit about their league mates. And yeah. like Jason, I As they made more money. They, they kind of, I mean, it, it's like why I don't like Pat McAfee going over to ESPN. Like as you get, a little bit more corporate. Well, okay. How about this? A little bit more I've, bland. I've seen them be in the studio, and then I've seen the studio transform over time. Right. Then I've seen them get a building. Yeah. And then I've seen that studio remodel yeah. over a time. And this is all in like within that first four years. I was fucking with them. You know, like, you remember? Just... You remember the goofy little the water bets that they have? Yeah, they have an app, and that shit. They made a grip off that app. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like I didn't even know about that. I'm yeah, just they have a water that. app. Fucking the, the bets that the bets that they would do where it would be someone saying someone's gonna do better. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And water then at the end of the season, here's what paying off the water bet is getting a tiny little cup of water and pouring it on their head. Like yeah, and on, in, in Arizona. In Arizona. Yeah, like I, I mean, just you know. It's just to the point where, like, if you're—I mean, we had a punishment. I told you this: a punishment in our league was we syrup and feathered somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. this person stood. These guys are getting paid to make content. You can't make better. Like content. it was in writing that there would be like a five foot <laughs> little square thing that this person's gonna stand in while we all watch the Super Bowl in the backyard. Yeah, and then every so everyone gets one shot at a time. You know what I'm saying with this pillow for the feathers, and uh, and but you know, but here and there, we'll, we'll just douse them with fucking syrup. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and see, like, like that—that's just what it is. Like, I don't. I mean, if you're just too squarish, like I don't know. I just can't listen to that stuff anymore. I like how it gets you riled up though, because look, with, with the people talking shit about IDP, because <sighs> it's like most of those people don't play in those leagues, or if they have, they they don't have a good experience, or they or or flat out. 
nine times out of 10 people that just don't win in leagues, period. They get mad at fantasy, period. Like how many times those casual people, when they don't win, you know what they say? I'm done with football right now, bro. Yeah, for sure. I'm done with football this year, bro. One league and you lost it. Shut the fuck up. And Dennis, I'm about to pull your video up right now. Super excited to see it. And Alan said, so how much if a player sacks a QB, that's six points, causes the fumble, three points, that's nine, recovers it, another three points, that's 12, and runs it in for a TD, that's another six. His name is Ray Sean Jenkins. Ray Sean Jenkins, week 15. For those that don't, I bet you this guy don't even know who Ray Sean Jenkins is. Safety for the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Cowboys. Week 16, was it? Yeah, week 16 last year. I think it was first week of the playoffs. Week 15 puts up 52 points. 52. He had two interceptions, two touchdowns, a shitload of tackles. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, like 18. He had like 18 solos and like 10 assisted. Like that's that those 18 solos is what 26 points already. And here's why. I mean, it's kind of like Austin. 36. That's 36 points already for the so for those 18 solo tackles. Yeah. And Fire. So Austin Eckler, he talks shit about like, he's like, yeah, I'm seeing like backup running back or backup wide receivers, you know, making more money than me. I mean, it's crazy that like people are so worried about like fourth string running backs, but you're not worried about a Roquan Smith, a Nick Bolton, you know, like literally (laughs) some of the best athletes in the NFL who make the most impact plays. You know, what's annoying when I'm trying to buy when I'm trying to buy one of those bench guys, and I'm like, here's Ray Sean Jenkins. Bogey just had to mention that game again. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm like, um, I'm like trying to buy bench players in Dynasty, right? Like, and I'm sending, like, I think I just, I, I just bought a Cameron Curl. It was like Cameron Curl for Van Jefferson, something like that. See, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But he was initially once I when I came around knocking, he was like, What about Ray Sean Jenkins? He's like, he's old, man. No, nah, I don't care if he's old. Yeah, he's in his yeah. prime, you mean he's, he's, a, he's a beast. He will but, die on my roster. Yeah, and, and at the same time, that's not Van Jefferson worthy. What? You know what I mean? There's a thing here because I'm already supplanted in it, and this guy that's on the other side of the deal, he's supplanted in it. We we're, we're, we're throwing back, we know there's values to this shit on yeah. both sides of the ball. You know what I'm saying? That's why even initially in a lot of those dynasty leagues, when I was making trades, I, was, I started realizing, hey, I need to start throwing in like these IDPs in there because then just to make deals like, hey, sweeten it up, throw this in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. just because I'm like, fuck, I need the IDPs plus, you know what I mean? Like, and then they're, 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 they're hitting, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't got the, the IDPs projected yet. But you know what I'm saying? When you when you get into the year, if you're not projected like 350 and up, or you can't really box with any of us, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's just we don't, really, we don't really play chess without half the board, you know. Like, I mean, what's fun about that? That shit gets real boring. You show me a man who says I can play chess with half the board, and I will show you a liar. <laughs> what up, Carl? He said that uh, isn't syrup and feathering insensitive to chickens and Canadians. <laughs> no, because like we first of all, I didn't know I first of all, tar will probably really fuck someone up, you know what I mean? Probably then I'd have to rent a truck and heat the tar. It was a whole thing. And the feathers, they're artificial these days. Come on, we're eco-friendly. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be feathered with like legit feathers, like anymore. Or tar. No. Because <laughs> no. it's tar and feathered. <laughs> a little bit of modification. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the video that uh Dennis said. And he said his daughter 
well, I mean, she's really young, but he said that his daughter was told that she would never walk again. And here's the miracle of medical marijuana. That's awesome. That's there we go. All right. Oh. That's awesome. She's Damn. super excited. That's great. That that almost made me cry right there, man. Defying oh. the odds, man. Like anyone who hates on weed, like has never seen any of these kind of things because like yeah, it's not just about stoners getting high. Like, man, could you – I don't even think people realize, like, why I smoke so much weed. Do you have any idea how much stress and anxiety goes <laughs> into, like, life? I know most people do. That's why Somebody, hey, you know what's crazy with weed? It's like I think I was just saying this the other day that, one, you know, I was reminiscing about one time, uh, of, you know, many, many moons ago when my girl was like, are you really going to smoke weed for the rest of your life every day? I said, fuck yeah. I said, motherfuckers tried to kill me before and they were almost successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've, you know what I mean? Other motherfuckers is popping pills or doing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then at the same time, too, like trying to stay focused. You know what I mean? Like, these things that are happening to me don't define me. These things that, I, like, these are the things I think of when I'm on weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get introspective and I start, and I'm more compassionate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not getting online getting angry at IDP enthusiasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can have a professional conversation with these kind of guys. Right? Smoke some weed, you fucking Midwest fucking <laughs> stereotype. Hell yeah, man. Dennis, that's fucking amazing to see. Bro. Yeah, man. That was, that was beautiful, man. Hey, man. God is good, bro. Hell yeah. Hey, the universe is the fucking... Man, it's, it's the shit. And bro. he's in a place where, man, I mean, weed is, I mean, not now. I mean, now they finally, you know, they made the, uh, they made, they made the transition of getting it, you know, fully legal for recreational. And man, Reefer Madness was how many fucking years ago, man? Like anybody who still believes any of this propaganda shit about Reefer Madness, like. I mean, it, it was really all about the paper and, and, and oil and gas industry because the, the rise of hemp was about to like shit on all of that. Because yeah. hemp was like this wonder, this wonder shit. Like there's like early. Oh, we could make t-shirts. We could make this. We could make. Yeah, like, we can make whole bumpers and cars out of out of it. Like in almost damn near indestructible. Oh. Like there's, you know, those early crank cameras. Yeah, they have like footage of those those type of cameras where it's like the uh, the OG Ford, whatever Ford that made the ca uh, the cars or whatever. Like in the nineteen whatever the early nineteen hundreds, and he got a mallet and he's just slamming the mallet against the bumper of the car and the bumper's made of hemp and he's like it's fucking amazing I and mean, you can't hear him saying it but you can right. tell he's like bigging it up you feel me he's like yo this about to change the industry and then like you know what I'm saying then 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 the paper industry too it was like it oh, was yeah. like <laughs> like you know what I'm saying the newspapers all the shit how people got their information you know what I'm saying like at in this day and age and how you you know what I'm saying like now it's about to be printed on this new fucking wonder plant this fucking amazing thing and then all the care the, the hemp oils that shit will burn forever and not toxic and this and all that like fuck kerosene and then Rockefeller was like screw that yeah schedule one that son of a bitch you know those those jazz musicians they be smoking that crazy refresh like, crispy said i think jay leno owns a hemp car that's dope <laughs> yeah bro it's got to be an old ass fucking an old ass car yeah it's one of oh, those yeah. ones it's it's one of those ones where like the tires are made of like wood type of shit you know what i mean they're like is it, is it legit like the van in Cheech and Chong's. That one's made out of weed, obviously. You know, at least that's what the story is. But they said the entire thing made of weed. 
And uh, Yaku Mania said, uh, marijuana saved my life, and that's no joke. My family, alcoholic and real drug addiction, said marijuana kept me uh, from addiction. God is good. Bro, like I've got, there's nothing but alcohol. I love that story, bro, because I relate to that story because, man, I got a hell of homies that, like, they were controlled by controlled substances. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. It's crazy, bro, because they, they, it comes to a point where they're not the, they're not the person you, you knew and love anymore. And like they trying to leverage the fact that they, they are, that we're supposed to be viewed that way. You feel me? And like, you know, then you know, you letting them borrow money. And next thing you know, I'm like, I gotta cut you off, bro. You a knock. And in parentheses, for those that don't know what a knock is, that's a dope fiend, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I hate to see that. Shit, people who need happen to the best of them. You know what I mean? And weed, you don't never hear about that. Nobody with no weed, man. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, like even people who are, I mean, the cigarette people, the people who need, need, need to have a certain amount of cigarettes, you know, that's just yeah. dope. The I've been there, who, man. The people who need, need, need to have a drink of alcohol, you know, like not want it, but like legit need it. You're having withdrawals, you know, from mm -hmm. it. Like, man, that shit is a drug. Caffeine, the motherfuckers who mm -hmm. need that coffee in the morning or they are just not right. Like that is. They'd be the first ones. They'd be holding their cup of coffee. The first ones looking down on their nose. That motherfucker's on. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these reefer heads and. What's so funny in uh, in Weeds, the the show Weeds. I, I know you haven't really fucked with that, but the main uh, the main chick Nancy, she ends up selling weed to one of like the seniors in high school or whatever. And he's like, he's already had weed, but he said his guys out or whatever. So he goes to her and and she was like, just remember, don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> and he and he like he like gets out of the car and there's like ten Starbucks like cups <laughs> that like fall out. And he was like, don't kid yourself, Miss B. Caffeine's one hell of a drug, too. Yeah. So she, you know, thumbing her nose down at someone who smokes weed, you know, but mm -hmm. she's a coffee addict like nobody's business. So we had this teacher. His name was Mr. Hansen, but we all called him Mr. Muff. And, and Mr. Muff, because he looked like his hair was like a muffin top, you know what I mean? Like and and, and they they've been calling him Mr. Muff for, for for many moons before I even was in his class. You know what I'm saying? But Mr. Muff, he had the it was the art building, so it was like its own thing. You know what I mean? Like, and there was a back to it where they had tables back there, if they, you know, because they, they they would do like you know certain you know projects back there or whatever the fuck. But he would go back there and smoke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Smoke my cigarettes. One of my uncles. And, uh, oh, good, good. He was he was such a smoker. That he had to smoke two and from I mean, before each, before and after each class. You know what I mean? So it's like you could always be late to that class. You never be tripping because he'd be back there smoking. <laughs> or in our case, we would just go back there and smoke. And he's like, "Oh, you guys can't." I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh, Mister Muff." Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't smoke back here. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and then like you know, we would just be burning back there, <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Like I'll just leave. I'll be done with my work in class. Go back there, smoke a cigarette. Uh, you can't do that. Oh, really, Mr. Muff? <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember my illest sculpture I made was a, a head sculpture of him, like his head. Yeah. And everybody was dying, bro. Yeah. Because it's just like, because he was like, you know, he had the push broom mustache, he had the muff top. Like, it was like a look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like suspended in time from the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so one of my uncles, actually the uncle who, like, because he was a heroin addict and just, like, on it, off it, and just, like, it was just always a thing. What was, what was his niche, though? Was he an artist? Like, did he make things? Like, because no. they no. usually they got something dope they do. No, 
He was just okay. like he was just a bum that lived in my grandma. So it's, it's and I'm just basing this based solely on solely on on, on uh, blood in blood out. Yeah, he was he was just a bum living at my grandma's house for the longest time. But then he actually goes and like he didn't go to jail or anything. Like he actually like legit got sober. Like finally hit like rock bottom. And I don't even know how old he was when that happened. But like he legit started another life. You know, got married. I mean, the the lady we got married to, like she had a couple kids already, but it's pretty much their dad. And um, it's crazy because then he gets hurt. Like he's working for the city. He's like, oh no, and he has to get on opiates. Yeah, and like, um, like he even asked me, he's like, "Man, can you can you please hook me up with some weed?" Oh, and there like, you go. like I hooked him up, but like, it's still one of those things to where like that's all they wanted to do was pump him up with all that shit, and he didn't like go off. I mean, he passed away. He didn't go off the deep end and start like going into yeah. any other drugs besides that. But like, yeah. that was like the the last part of his life is just being doped up with the opioids for his knee that's all fucked up. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, fuck that. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, long time ago, I had slashed my finger. Um, I've told this story before, but so make a long story long. So I'm in the hospital, and they're stitching me up. And they're like, oh, um, do you want anything for the pain? Right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, um, uh, and they, and th- what's crazy is that they would ask you, you know what I mean? Uh narcos or percocets or viking and i'm like oh narcos right and then she goes she comes back she goes wait a second it says here that you're allergic to viking so then you would be allergic to all these because i guess somewhere along the time when i went like with some other like emergency room trip tried to get know, it i was trying to get like narcos i guess instead of the viking they were trying to give me it's got the same type of shit like- and then i'm like oh that's right i'm not a pharmacist <laughs> you know what I mean? I about, yeah, sure, give it to me. You're just trying something that logically thought. Yeah, because I wanted like something stronger than none of you know, guys Viking. I don't think I'm allergic to those. And cookers <laughs> are gonna put that in the you know what I mean the system. Yeah, ever. Of course it's big tobacco. Give me the extra strength fucking like Tylenol shit. They'll give me like yeah. 500 milligrams. I'm like, yeah, I don't screw that. I don't even need it. And of course, Crispy, it's big tobacco that are the real dealers. That's why weed's not getting legalized, you know, in so many states so quick. They said it's highly taxed. Like, tobacco's got to be taxed more than- They're getting me right now. Look, I'm smoking a backwood full of weed. <laughs> so what, is, what do cigarettes get taxed? I mean, I, I remember they used to be like $5, like a pack, right? And then- nah, like, not even, bro. No, I'm talking, you got to go back. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, 90s, you know, like shit was hard to be $5, three, $3. $3. Like back in the 90s, it was like $3. <laughs> uh, I remember 1999. Like, okay. Five. When when did you start buying cigarettes, Bobby? Because you said 1999. There you go. Say the beginning of freshman year. Because the liquor store that I've been going to all my life playing video games now, all of a sudden, he's like, all right, let's corrupt them. You know what I mean? And how and how do you remember how it much was like three, it was like three three fifty? That's what I'm saying. Three fifty, and now those shits are like all yeah, but the new ports back then were five dollars. Yeah, right? You had and to like, pay more to get we the, were on before and we were on the marble menthols before we before I really was like, yo, these new ports are what it do. You know what I mean? That that didn't that didn't take long. It was like by the time I was a sophomore, I was already smoking new ports and shit. Like 
And then, then the Newports, they fucked me up pretty good because I was like, you know, when you're young, you're just smoking like a chimney, smoking weed, smoking, we smoking Vegas. We were smoking Vegas. That was like our thing in high school. We smoked like Vegas and shit. So it was like hella harsh, everything, Newports, Vegas. Sure. And then like by the time I was a senior, we only pulled on like, we only pulled on like Backwoods or Swishers and uh, or those stupid ass raps. And yeah, if you look at that, Antonio said Marble Menthols was my shit, two for five. See, and they would come, and then and then on the box, it'll come in two boxes with a sleeve. It'll say not for resale, right? But then when you go to them Asian joints that I grew up at, when you buy singles, that's how he's he's busting them down. Yeah, because then he's, I mean, because what would he sell the singles for, like a dollar? Well, it was like it was three for a dollar. Well, back in the days, it was four for a dollar. Then by the time I was a senior, it was three for a dollar. And if you got one, it was thirty-five cents. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was real particular. He'd be out there counting the pennies out. Mm-hmm. Fucking savage. <laughs> Might as well have just charged two for a dollar, one for a dollar. Like, it doesn't. I mean, I, I mean, you know, that the more, the the more, time he, time, the more he sells you, the more you're going to be coming back. So, either way. By the time I, you know, yeah, by the time we was like old enough to, I never went to that liquor store really like after that. By the time we got old enough to like to just go anywhere, you know what I mean? And yeah. that was, that was like in the hood that like, we were just always there <laughs> on the yeah. side of it. Like, oh, maybe yeah. at Easy Mart, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. at Easy. Yeah, yeah. man, easy. Like my fuckers have fought back there hella times. You know what I mean? Hella deals yeah. went down there allegedly. It always be like meet me at the easy. Like you would just see fools there. And then like I remember like like getting older. And shout out to this rapper. His name is After Some. And it's funny because I actually ended up uh, like he ended up like uh, being a regular at one of our studios. But like when he was a youngster, like banging the block and shit. You know, now we're older. I'm like I'm like maybe like six seven years older than this dude, and we and we're just in we're in the hood. And we're just like pull up to Easy, and he's like, "Where y'all from?" And we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit was just funny because I always bring that up to him. I remember you youngster when you was out there like brandishing your shit. Yeah, I'm like, "What fuck, man? Shut up, youngster!" And like, shout yeah. out to Dennis. He said, "Speaking of big tobacco, one month and three days cigarette. Good shit. We never man. look back." Because really, the first thirty days, like those are the hardest, right? Where you can still have like well, they, this is what they say, right? So yeah, they I don't know. Say, I, I gotta ask. Well, yeah, but they say it's like <laughs> two weeks of the physical withdrawal because, like, when you're like a crazy avid smoker, like, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like I was at one point too, where it's like it's just fixed in your schedule and your nervous system is fixed to it, so you'll feel that urge to smoke when on times that you're usually smoking. If then, you're old ass person, like mental you're, aspect, but it's the mental aspect that takes that. Like, for example, like a lot of people, they'll replace it with something. See, it's easier for weed yeah. heads because we could just smoke the weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like other people, they might replace it with food, food and then yeah, like food's sure. crazy because it's like it's I'll like oh shit because after you eat, you want to smoke, and it's like this vicious cycle, and then all of a sudden, yeah. like like, like oh man, what happened, man? You, you let it, you letting it go, man. You put on a few, like ah, I quit smoking. Like you know what I mean? Like sometimes. yeah, it make, makes sense. And there's, <laughs> there's even you know, Jackie Brown, like they're smoking, and she was like, "You ever quit?" He's like, "Yeah," but then I put on ten pounds, and she was like, "Yeah, let's see. That's why I never quit." <laughs> I mean, because it's like it's like this. It's like a diet. I mean, that's if you go back to like 50, 60 years ago, they're promoting women right? as a diet. Like it's a stimulant, right? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm taking yeah. shit. You know, some of my earliest memories is like smelling a cigarette in the house, and I'm like, "Oh, my dad's taking a dump." <laughs> he would just be in there smoking a cigarette. You know, back then too, you'd have like magazines. So he in there like reading. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, those are the savages, right? You got your coffee, you got your cigarette. You know, are you gonna ashy? You just lift the lid. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> right in the toilet. Or you just, uh, you, if you, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to get it right by the balls. Like, ooh, ooh, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. And see, Carl knows. He said, research shows high bartenders are better bartenders. Not only do they overpour, <laughs> but they think your jokes are funny. And they genuinely like to, genuinely like to talk to you. Could you imagine, like, every shitty job in the world where you have to deal with people, could you imagine dealing with those people on weed? Like, you really won't give a shit about half the things that they say or take it, you know, get all butthurt about it. Because you, like, you just won't think right. about okay. it. Okay. See, I got to address this, right? Because it's this, because this fucking, uh, we cut the show off. I didn't get to say anything. The other day, we were shitting on someone who, like, changes his voice, right? And like, but it's funny because this guy Tyrant that I'm speaking of, speaking on, right? You know, it's more so like I think he has like a problem like finding out who or knowing who he is. You know what right. I mean? A lot so, of people have that issue for sure. Yeah, and like versus like what like if I'm talking to someone, I I'm I, it's it's a natural inherent in me to like try to put on a facade of a square because for years and years. I would have to speak like this and I would have, I'd be dirty. You know what I mean? Like, or like living next to someone and they don't have any idea what the fuck is really going on next to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and I can't shake that. It's it's crazy. Like, what, you know what I mean? Uh, what up, stranger? So he said he was a senior in 88, 89. He said, I got a pack of Marlboros, a bottle of Pepsi, and 1.33 gallons of gas, $4 per day. I mean, it's so funny. That's like the Devin the Dude song where he's, uh, let me get two gallons of gas, two Budweiser's, and uh, and two um, two cigarillos. And then, and then the guy's like, $15. What? He's like, all right, just give me one gallon of gas, one Budweiser, and then one cigarillo. Fuck it. Like, that was in 05. When gas, that was when gas hit $5 for the I first mean, time. A war, like, a war is going on, so you know what I mean? Like, when I started driving was literally two years before that. And it went from like, I remember it was under $2 when I started driving. It was like 190 or like 180 something. Yeah. And it fucking went up to $5 within a couple of years. I mean, Man, we, had the, we had the dope fiend rentals by that point. <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? Somebody will let us borrow a car for, for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hence the dope fiend rental. You know what I mean? If you were driving with your windows up back then and you were like pumping the AC like you were a baller. Like it was ridiculous. Has that ever been dispelled? Is that true? Like AC does contribute to the gas being burnt up? It's got to. I mean, it's It's got to, right? Because or otherwise, God damn it, we've been fun. This motherfucker. Roll the windows down. It's a hundred, bro. Fuck this shit. Because it, yeah, comes, it comes, comes man, gas has been safe. What was the highest you ever seen it? Eight, yeah. nine, eight something, damn near nine. See, like that's what's crazy. It's <laughs> like we got the fuck out of California before it was six. It was still in the fives. I'm just trying to remember like that. At least where we were. I mean, I, you yeah, know, I guess you're right. I guess I've never seen it more than seven. I mean, more than more than uh, eight, I should say. You know, I mean, I've it's seen probably it. only in specific areas where it's we're, and I am in the Bay Area. Like, I guess in the, the Bay, the Bay Area in L.A. will probably like be I more. never went to L.A. during that time. I'm sure yeah. it would have been seven. I mean, it's going to cost you a lot of money. You get to sit in that traffic and fucking <laughs> with the AC on. <laughs> you had to be a boss. Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, not the Costco. That, and, and I guess that was another reason, too. I've always had the Costco card and all that. So no matter what, Costco <laughs> cheaper than everywhere else. Like even now, <coughs> I mean, shit. What is it now? Is it four? 
It's funny because three or four something, but with way um, yeah, it's like four twenty-five, like four twenty. Like my dad was always everywhere. adamant. My but dad was like, always adamant. You put the right gas in the right car, like the right whatever the car is. You put the right gas in it. He was always yeah. adamant about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you want to know the coolest thing that I still remember. Um, you know, we could just say we could just say it was a little side hustle. How about that? <laughs> so when I worked in in Vons. Vons, like it was just when they opened up the gas stations. And at this particular one that I worked in, it was like every hundred dollars you spent, you got $10 off of gas. But from where we were, it was kind of like a ritzy neighborhood. And like, it was probably like maybe like five or 10 miles, like towards the beach where you had to like go right to- near the beach. Boy. Boy. So nobody wanted to do that. I was telling people about it. They're like, I'm not fucking driving over there. So I was doing this for like a couple weeks, like just letting people know. And after I got all that response, pretty much what I started doing would, would be throwing in my mom's um my mom's like Vaughn's club number because it didn't like have her name. Nice. And so like it was crazy. I got so good at throwing in the nine-digit number, I could do it like in like half a second. Like when someone was about to slide their card. I would type in the numbers literally before they went like that. That's how quick I could do it. Hey, and- hey, that's kind of slick. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. That's you know what I mean. Hence the name, the hustler. You know what I mean? Because if they weren't finna use it anyway, yeah. And then it gets them a discount. They're like, oh, okay. Well, they were already getting the discount anyways, just from having the Vons card. But it's just part of it. You know, you go and you swipe your card, and or you, you tell the, or you tell the phone number, and, and you know, you get, the discount. get your points. Yeah. And see, but in here, they didn't care about the points because they weren't going to use them anyways. They weren't going to go drive down there. So the points are worth zero to them. But I would just do this. And what I are these points up, you speak of? I would fill up gas one time a week. And like, but I would get enough points to where I was getting gas for a penny a gallon. And this is in like 2007 or eight. When gas was going back, like yeah, I might even guys. I might even been selling tanks, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> me at the th- gas station. Couldn't couldn't do that because then they'd know the number that it's coming off of. Because the like, I'm standing right there. Yeah, yeah. Because if they were smart, they'd go back and just try the number. Because gas was, half you know, off, bro. Half <laughs> off the gas, bro. Just find me. I'll be standing there, bro. That was the only reason why I didn't hate like driving twenty minutes to work. Anytime <laughs> someone found a gas card. It was on. <laughs> like, you know, that happens a lot when you live in a metropolitan area. You know what I mean? Yeah. People leave yeah. it in the thing. And when they leave it in the thing, everyone's just filling up, bro. You calling people. You yeah. know what I mean? They, I've been I've been pulled up to a gas station. Dude be like, hey, listen, bro, you about to fill up? Hey, give me the cash. You can fill up on my card. I'm like, yeah. no, nah, I'm good, bro. Listen, bro, I'll, I'll give you two for half. Yeah. Like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'll give it to you for a quarter. All right. It's all free anyway. Yeah, pull up right here, though. You got to pull up on this one. Okay. That's like when Carlton, remember when Carlton goes to the hood? Right. Want to get one of these Gucci bags? He's like, give, give me uh, give me 500. Nah, nah, all right, 400. All right, come on, 100. All right, $5. <laughs> it got all the way down to $5. <laughs> still, <coughs> still didn't understand what was going on. That's how naive mm-hmm. <laughs> he just is to everything. Oh, damn, yeah, they just want to see if he. On top of that, if he had money, they rob him. Yeah, this is crazy. Marty said it was one twenty-five per gallon here during COVID. That's insane. What? Peacock said he pumped uh, gas two seventy-eight two weeks ago. Said three eighteen yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah, 
Over there, I can only imagine in, in Texas, the rivers run with gasoline. They just bathe in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's crazy. Yes, and um, yeah, Dennis said three thirty four in Minnesota around that right now. I mean, it's like three seventy here in Vegas. I mean, what what's it still in California though? I mean, that's Costco three seventy four twenty everywhere else. Oh, where you're at? Yeah, what what's it in Cali? It's closer to six. Damn, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. When you're going to Costco, I mean, so I wouldn't know because we that's we be doing a Costco shop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tatino says, <laughs> mail me some gas, Crispy. It's <laughs> 575 here. Exactly, right? Oh, see, see, and I said I only know about, about Costco. See, you know what I mean? Yeah. Crispy said it's three over there right now. You got to go to like the Rotten Robbie or you got to go to like, you got to go to the little small joints. You know what I'm saying? I feel like those ones, like they just like, I feel like it's bad dope being cut up. There's like <laughs> more with water or something. Like, hey, bro, don't tell them the, the family secret. <laughs> but it is, right? It's got to be something don't like that. Like, the, 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 just roll the beautiful bean footage. <laughs> got to be something. Like them the family recipe, bro. <laughs> Cutting it up. And uh, all right, so we got, on it. we got a couple more pieces of news here. So how about Julio Jones getting linked to the Patriots now that D-Hop has found a home? Tannehill. Get him for nothing. Tannehill, anyone? <laughs> I'm just, I'd be like, Julio, no, the Patriots, not the Julio as a three is to the awesome. Patriots. To the Patriots. Oh, the to the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Mm. That's what I said, but this is like, the no, news I right after D Hop finds a home. Okay, now yeah, I maybe should have heard you better. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny about it? I just I don't want anything to, to New England to change anymore. So Juju could be something. You know what I mean? Because they're already talking about switching to 12 personnel as their base package. And if they're gonna do that, that puts only two receivers on the field at times. And because you gotta remember, they are gonna run the ball a significant yeah. amount of times. Like yeah. this is just Belichick's mindset, no matter what. So I, I will say, like, there will be like they will be like they're all of a sudden they're gonna jump up there with like the Ravens of old and like Seattle of last year, where they're gonna have like three tight end sets, even you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you know, I mean like Julio won't even be on the field yeah. like that if he's the number two. And I don't even think I want a number two, you know what I'm saying? Because like I mean, want him to be. Uh, uh, I don't even think he'll be the number two, I should say, because you got Parker over there who's just an able body. Like, I, 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 Julio will be in like those third down packages, maybe like third and longs. Just somebody anybody goes, thinks Julio is gonna take away anything from anybody, just pass me that weed because, like, he has not been anything for like years. He can't even stay on the field for that's like, what I'm saying. like I, you know, he was, he was, there was rumors that he was gonna retire. And there were rumors he was going to retire six years ago when he got like this turf toe surgery because like yeah. a lot of times they just don't come back the same. So it was like a in heavy consideration. I mean, look I mean, at somebody I'm, like uh, who who who's your favorite IDP guy? He made you an honorary Niner, Patrick Willis, right? And you know that what stopped him was the turf toe. Like over and over, he's getting these little minor surgeries. Then he had to get a big one. He's like, listen, I'm never going to be able to play to the to the caliber I I did before ever. So he yeah. just made a conscious decision and retired. When I heard that happened to Julio, I was like, damn. And then we saw five, six years of, like, bad Julio, you know what I'm saying? Or five years, yeah. at least. You know I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, don't, don't even worry about Julio going over there if he does. But, you know. It's good for reality. Like, he's going to be, you know, like, I mean. Th this is, I Thornton and Office said Thornton low-key bench stash. 
I mean, with with what we heard, I mean, he got he got some he got some undisclosed things going on now. He might not even be ready. He might even start the year on the pup tissue issue, and he might have to get a surgery. He's getting a surgery that's undisclosed, and like he might, he's going to start the year on the pup is what they're thinking. So, well, no, no, no. They say he's uh, more than likely going to start training camp. Oh, okay, okay. I, I read. I, I'm yeah, the active pup, but that doesn't mean it. Can't. Oh, okay, training camp pup. Okay, okay. Yeah, but still, doesn't mean it can't translate to the season if like nothing like gets. And better. then their other guy, Bute, is booty. Apparently, just it's not just a, cl- a clever name. Yeah, you might get cut all together. So you know, and then, then they retain Parker. It goes to show you how badly they need a motherfucker. And they gave mm-hmm. like Parker is the one who I low key want because Bill Belichick doesn't give people money unless he's they're going to contribute. And like, um, you know, we're, maybe I'll segue to this. You know, they, they, I was laughing about it yesterday when we were talking about Belichick could potentially be on the hot seat. And they're saying this has kind of been going on since midseason 2019. And last year was kind of like, a, you know, where there's normally a stroke of genius. It was like a stroke of arrogance that he can go in and, and morph one of his, D, his, his renowned D coordinators into an offensive coordinator with a, a, a QB going into his third year. Right, a yeah. third was the third second year, a second year, which so he's very, it's very Who are you talking about? Mac Jones, right? It's a very, very shit situation to put your young QB in, right? Like so that you know, and it's kind of insane and old and senile, but there's only one old and senile so far, and that's Pete, crazy old Pete. You know what I'm saying? Because I refuse to believe that would the old evil emperor Bill Belichick. But at the end of the day, it is kind of head scratching. So at least. They're getting things back in order, bringing in a Bill O'Brien and yeah. getting the band back together, so to speak, ever since Josh McDaniels left. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and Office said Booty is a joke. Parker is more valuable for sure. Boote probably not even going to make the team. Like, and nothing good about him. Like, we've and only- going back to when they had McDaniels, we did see a couple big flash games with Parker having a real connection with Mac Jones. And then instead of now – uh, uh, an Edelman, and then and then then they bring in a fucking uh, a Jacoby Myers. My baloney has a first name. Now they bring in a Juju to be that role, a big slot guy who could you know who could also play outside. You know, what I'm saying like this is actually like it makes I like this for Mac Jones because Mac Jones is like one of those like third QBs I'll end up with here and there. And yeah. and but you know I like I said here and there because people still take him as a QB two in Superflex, which is crazy. I mean QB two could be just top twenty four though. You know, so I mean. Yeah. Even if we get, I mean, twenty four. I mean, shit. We're still in the bottom. We should treat Mac Jones like shit. We should be getting him at super dirt value. You know what I mean? It should be. I don't have him ranked at twenty four. Like I have other people ranked in front of him. I think he's like twenty seven on my list right now. Mac Jones or Sam Howell? Howell, I got like a couple spots higher. See, I, me too. I'm with you because Mac Jones. No matter what, too, they're they're still going to threat the fact that they're just going to punch it in when they're down there. Yeah, I think I think Mac Jones is a very competent QB. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know there's some kind of correlation with him and Bill O'Brien too. Because I think he came in and like mentored or something like that. When I uh, would say, but during the time that he was off, yeah, he, there, he had some. He worked some capacity in Alabama. There's some. Right. There's something there. I forget what it is, but right. Yeah, so so and, you know, uh, <laughs> Peacock's dad's a gangster. He said uh, my dad had these big ass drums and he would fill them up when gas was super cheap and then gas prices went super high. He would sell it on the side to people at a discount. I mean, that's you know that that. <laughs> That's the American way. Buy low, sell high. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's. He'd be like, hey, this 4th of July, try not to set the fireworks next to my gas <laughs> ash. All right. 
You remember Broken Arrow when they like they steal the nuclear weapon and like they're shooting at the thing and John Travolta's so pissed. Will you please not shoot at the nuclear weapon? <laughs> I really like just destroy the world, why don't you? We gotta get the money first. You know what I'm saying? Like and, he, and Peacock said that was one of the wildest side hustles I've ever. I mean, that would be a wild side hustle for anybody, but Gas prices, well, I mean, this is during your life. You said you've seen him do this. We saw a crazy rising gas that nobody ever fucking saw before we were alive. Yeah, motherfuckers had to get like, it was like before Uber, it was a hustle beat a homie that drove around the homies that didn't have no money, bro. I mean, no money, yeah. uh, no car. Yeah. They, they, they tended to have the money. You know what I mean? They got to go here and there and drop this off and here and there. And the motherfuckers just making money, just driving somebody around way before Uber. For gas sure. was expensive. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And uh, let me see. What the hell do else do we got here? Um, okay. So two conflicting statements here for the Bucks. So Kyle Trask, he's still a candidate for earning the starting role, but they say that Baker kind of like has the edge right now. Yeah. And then Levante David said he was quoting that Baker make Baker Mayfield is a great locker room presence, and he's expected to live up to whatever everybody's expecting him to live up to. Wow. It's funny because it sounds like he had a knife to his throat or a gun to his head. Because <laughs> Baker Mayfield is the killer. Do you think I'm the killer? Yes. You know what? Because And then I like it's a backhanded comment, too, at the same way. Speaking of conflicting, right? Conflicting stories. Because in the same statement, he says, man, he's a great locker room leader. And I think everyone is going to, everyone's going to be surprised when he lives up to what they expect him to be or whatever the hell he worded it. Because it's like, what do they expect him to be shit? Yeah, you know what I mean, for sure. Are we expect him to be shit. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's expecting him to do anything good, like at all. I, I think he should have said. I think. I think people. I think he'll. Uh, he might uh, exceed people's expectations, maybe. Well, I think I mean, you think someone's well. gonna do shit, you know, and they're like, you know, they're just a shiny piece of shit. I know you can't shine doo doo, you know. Like that's what I like. Like the can't shine doo doo, baby. <laughs> But still, like, I mean, Baker Mayfield's a shiny piece of doo-doo out there right now. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe like a, maybe like a matte finish doo-doo. And Marty says like and Hen- Henry could be interesting, like a very, very broke person's Gronk and Hernandez. And almost, you almost can't even compare the two because I don't think like either one of them. But, uh, I mean, but they're, kind of, they're, they're coming out saying they're trying to restore that. They're trying to go over the days of old with a 12 personnel. I mean, we, we've seen this over the last couple of years. They keep trying and failing with the, ti- with the way that they're using the tight ends. I'm not saying that things can't change, but like they've been you horrible. You with it? No, man. No, 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 no. You know, everybody was getting so hyped about him last year. Like, oh, come on. He's going to be, like, wide open because, like, Tyreek and, you know, and uh, and Waddle are just going to take it all. Didn't it make you a bunch of, like, volume at all? You know what? After yesterday, I went and, like, I sent out a few little, like, really dirt cheap offers for some Hunter Henrys. Like I mean, a couple third yeah. rounds out. Like, yeah, let's see if I can get like a honey. Why not? And see, that's not a, that's not even dirt cheap to me because that's yeah. a top IDP guy, right? Yeah, and that's how I was selling it, bro. You can get a top IDP with this. <laughs> yeah, but for someone who yeah. has Hunter Henry, it just depends on how valuable they are. Like, it's, if they have Hunter Henry, Henry, they can't come off him for a third, bro. I'm sorry for that team. Right, like, yeah, they're in dire. That's why I'm asking them. I'm like, hey, listen, bro, I think you might need this. Oh yeah, I'm, and see an office says Pats are cheapskates or toast without Brady taking everyone, uh, taking everyone in uh, in pay cuts. Yeah, for sure. Well, and a guy like Mac Jones, I mean, yeah, he's not gonna, 
even if they do re-sign him Mac to another who? deal, he's Mac Jones. He's not gonna warrant any kind of like any contract that Brady was ever like getting. Well, I mean, let, let's say compare. Yeah, Brady, to, well, see, here's the thing: Brady was always to, like the league highs. You yeah, know, Brady was always of the, of the he was always of the league high, but he would immediately take the the, the, the get the cash over cap and restructure and have the team. You know what I mean? Like, they were well, see, and I think that's what we all like really forget. I think the way that the media portrayed this, Brady's yeah, taking was like he was being team friendly deals. Yeah, he's not taking no. they're he's manipulating all his money just in a different way off the book. But you know what? Maybe this is New England manipulating the cap before a lot of people really knew how to manipulate the cap. I mean, duh. And they didn't want it in the, you know, worded that way. Duh. You know what I mean? And, like, also at the same time, it's like like the New England way of things, like not letting people really have any outside, like, endorsements for a while. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, hey, listen, you're getting all your money. Trust me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All those fools got paid. Brock's one of the highest paid to go ever go down. You know what I mean? Even when they brought in someone like uh, Darrell Revis, he was paid for that one year. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like he was close to twenty million. Like he was somewhere in between fifteen yeah, and twenty. Yeah, I didn't say the fifteen. Something, something like that was like the guarantee. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was somewhere. I think winning Super Bowl was like a, a, one of the incentives. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Oh yeah, and he was getting uh, the b- 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 bag, baby. Oh, Crispy said he's been on that way before. We started talking about. It. He said I got them both in the nineteen. That's the draft that we started this year. Who's he talking about? Who's talking about Hunter Henry? Is that what he's talking about? I'm, I'm assuming the Hunter Henry uh, Gasicki. Get Gasicki with it. Nah, 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 nah. All right, let's see. We got a couple Mike more. Gesicki with it. We got a couple more pieces of news, and we're going to talk about all the running back bullshit at the end. So just make sure you hang around for that. And we're also going to do the draft order race for the Back to the Future division. It is yeah, I'm in this one. Ah. We're going to do that right at the end as well. Yeah. So, Hard Knocks is about to start. Um, at, at least they're, they're going to start, um, you know, recording everything. The first episode premieres on August 8th. I think that's something that we'll, we'll actually do, you know, like a show, may, maybe like a specific show where we just review it, specifically just talk everything. Right not? Yeah. We like what do they show it on? The HBO? HBO, yeah. So I got the Max so I can watch it. There you go. I don't want to curse myself, bro. <laughs> Who is it on? The Jets. Oh, I'm gonna curse. I'm already big on. on I'm already overly. Excited. Every, every, everybody was already so. Like, I mean, I, the curse of hard knocks <laughs> is like the curse of the fantasy footballers. They raise the ADP so much that we like we have to get these guys so much higher. Like Garrett Wilson's ADP is like as high as it can go already. Brees Hall probably as high as it's gonna go. Aaron Rodgers or a guy coming off of ACL too. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is probably the only one that we could get a significant jump in ADP because even in Superflex, I mean, Alan Lazardo? I mean, maybe like I don't know. Like I hope people get hyped about him and draft him way earlier. <laughs> but that 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 I feel is the difference between this year's Hard Knocks and some of the previous ones, where maybe it's like putting guys on the map when they've never really been on the map yet. You know, um, you know, he, his his actual name is Lazardo. They dropped the O because his ancestors were running from uh, Mussolini. And then... <coughs> All right. I totally made that up, but it sounded really <laughs> Could have fooled me. That's why, I'll, 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 that's why I should be writing, like, screenplays. All right, so Barkley, because he did not sign the franchise tag, 
he could actually show up late to training camp and there's still no penalty. There's no fine. So, I mean, same thing for Josh Jacobs. He didn't sign anything yet. <coughs> it's crazy because Josh, um, Josh Jacobs apparently was cruising with Max Crosby. I don't know where the fuck they were going, but they were in the car and he was, Josh Jacobs was telling Max Crosby. He's they were like, outside the facility, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. He, didn't, he hasn't gone. Yeah. Like they're just chilling, you know? And, uh, he said that he think like he was like, man, we're really close, you know, on this deal. And he wasn't trying to like break no 16 mil or like anything like that. He just wants to be paid better than a franchise tag running back. Back to back years being a top three running back, if not the best in whatever metric in the game. Yep. So <laughs> he just let him, he just let him rush more. Yards, right? We're gonna talk more RB numbers here soon, but just wanted to throw that out there before we get into a bunch um for the chiefs okay how do you like sky more or how do you feel about him if he is the team's like primary slot receiver i mean like i, I mean that's it's funny because i work with you every day so you know this is something i've been saying from jump street once they let go of juju i was like okay well this could be sky Moore's role yeah. right because he this is what he was in college He's a smaller guy, but he has these crazy uh, 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 abnormally long arms and big hands. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he's a crazy crispy route runner in the inside, in the, you know, inside or, or from the slot. Mm-hmm. So it's like – and then going to fantasy now, how that would relate is, like, you just got to look at Juju's numbers last year. When they played him more like a tight end, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and Or just because he was, like, a big slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, he th- there was that stretch that I want to point out, like a six or I think it was like an eight game stretch, or maybe yeah, like a six game, maybe even like nine game stretch, something ridiculous where he didn't go under eight targets a game. Yeah, yeah, give me that connected to Patrick Mahomes, yeah. an offense that's going to throw the ball that you know upwards of forty times a game. Give me that. Yeah, and it was way later than the hype on Kadarius Tony, and not to say Kadarius Tony can't finish better than him, more yards. You know what I'm saying? Bigger, bigger plays in fantasy, but like this guy could be a guy that threatens, like, dare I say, I mean, damn, uh, it's just wild. Marty said balls. Marty said that Sky, Sky Moore made the transition from cornerback to wide receiver. It's usually the other way around. It's when dudes can't catch that well, but they're fast as fuck and they can they're good at running routes and keeping up with people. Or you're that, or you're the Richard Sherman, where <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Um they just had these other better receivers. And he's like, you know, you're a really good receiver. You'll make a good corner. It just it's do it in reverse. And this was Jim Harbaugh that made him make the switch. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And he became one of the better corners ever to, we ever saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's just like um, when a QB, uh, when there's like a receiver converted to QB, it's like, you know, I'm not, you, know you don't really see too many of them outside of Tannehill or like Julian Edelman. But like, you know, being that, you know, knowing where you like to be at. Cause you know, as a receiver yourself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? or vice versa, like the, the, the receivers that converted, you know, the, the quarterbacks converted to receivers. Like I said, like the Edelman's of the world, he's yeah. like a quarterback's best friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Man, see, Marty, that, that, it would be, be dangerous. Sky Moore could be dangerous. Cause he knows how to reverse engineer a lot of these DBs. You know what I mean? Yeah, Marty, this shit would be wild. Just driving through, just just rolling in traffic and seeing Crosby and Jacobs just like chilling in the car in traffic. It's funny because a lot of people, um, 
there, uh, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Magoobs. He's been trying to go hard on Sky more today. This all day. Like, it's funny how the blurbs come out and it makes yeah. people react. You read? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's all we have to go off of. Like, yeah, and I love it. This is my favorite time of year. I always point that out. Like, whenever you want to trade something, you, you wait for a positive blurb. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For like sure. and then this, you know, immediate there's there's a there's a immediate gut reaction. And if, if there's a, if there's somebody that that's willing to overpay for that reaction, it's like yeah, for sure. And Let's crispy, I, crispy. I just saw this notification too on Sleeper. Kendra Miller placed on a non-football on the non-football mm-hmm. injury list to begin yeah. uh, camp. So that means it's whatever injury he was already dealing with. Because this happened not this didn't happen in in the the NFL. I think it's a nurse. It's the injury he's been nursing since college. I think something like that. Zero part of this for redraft. Maybe like one percent part of this for best ball. Like last couple rounds. Yeah. I don't want any part of this. If you're not going to be at camp, you know, and you're dealing with the injury, that means you're not going to be up to speed. Like when the season starts. Yeah, you're a new guy and you don't have any draft capital, really. I mean, he's a third rounder, actually. That's that's pretty that's pretty decent, actually. It is, but it's still one of those things. Like we see third running back thrown out with you know yesterday's laundry. Like we, when they, they got two running backs on that roster that they're paying. Yeah, Alvin Kamara and Jamali Ma crying yeah. at the bug signing yeah. that deal. And I still don't think that anything's going to happen to Alvin Kamara for his misdemeanor offense. Let's go. Yeah, uh, but we shall see though. We shall see. And um, let's see. What else we got? Okay, getting over to the running backs here. Let's go to the Jags. So the running back coach for the Jags said that Tank Bigsby is the type of back that the Jaguars were looking to add this offseason, and he's lived up to the billing so far. We're going to get a lot. I, I think we're going to get a lot of two-back sets, hopefully, we get EPN going into the role that we always thought where he's getting a lot of, you know, slot wide receiver work, just catches out of the backfield in general. But I think there's going to be a big one, a 1A, 1B situation with ETN and Bigsby. I mean, yeah, it's a Doug Peterson system. And last year, the other running backs, they traded away and then got hurt. Like they traded away James Robinson because they wanted to get value out of the guy they're probably going to cut eventually. And then, mm-hmm. they, then that resulted in the, they gave it all to ETN. Like ETN is, um, I mean, it's just, I, I, hopefully this will start to bake into his, his ADP and uh-huh. drop him a little bit. You know what I mean? Because then I'll, yeah. love, I'll be all about ETN. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting offense to have a running back in, even if it's in a timeshare. And I, even if he's not getting like the tugs, if he's getting a lot of the work between the 20s and and he's the hurry up offense running back. Like, you know what Is I mean? it not tough to draft him as a top 12 wide receiver, top 12 RB right because of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? When they drafted Tank Bigsby, I'm like, they're going to use this guy. He's a totally different type of back. And, like, it's like it, – it reminds me of, like, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, where we just wanted Miles Sanders to get unleashed. And, like, but then Jordan Howard, which is this guy taking the short yardage. Oh, in the- no. Oh, Isaiah Pacheco. This is news that just came in from Pro Football Talk. Uh, we got a sleeper update. Pacheco may be added to the pup list, meaning he would miss the first six weeks mm-hmm. of the season. So not the active – Training camp pup, the legit PUP for the season. Yeah. I mean, he had like some kind of nose surgery, right? It was that. And then dealing with a uh, shoulder issue as well. He got it all taken care of at once. (sighs) Yeah, that sucks. But they need need him for the stretch run of the season versus. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not worried about his long play, his his long, uh, his long term. Especially Uh, if we got him in best ball in like the seventh round or some shit like that, you know? But like Mm -hmm. for you. 
single QB fucks, you know, he might be going like a third or fourth mm-hmm. round, you know, just because of the, the RB dry up hella quick. Yeah. So, like, well, so I mean, this is obviously it, it would McKinnon, but who else? Who else is even over there? I mean, there's like, you know, there's probably a crowd of people that are like that they're going to champion that the rice or was named Prince kid. You know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like, and I wouldn't blame anyone either because now oh yeah, Clyde. I, I keep forgetting and there's Clyde though, and like and, Clyde. and that's you the thing too, is like four weeks last year. <laughs> and Clyde is gonna Clyde is somebody he's on they 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 didn't pick up his fifth year option, so I can see them trying to use utilize him, him into the ground in the first yeah. six games, like they're probably gonna or maybe even tra- or maybe even like show him off as much as possible, and maybe even he's a trade he's deadline a guy. Trade. I mean, I mean, he did solid last year. Remember, like the first, like he was one of my what ifs. What if he actually finishes as the top twelve or whatever? Yeah, I think that was he's all season. It was crazy. That was two years ago, even because he started like that two two seasons in a row, but then he fizzled out like after the first six weeks, both years. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Wow. And he was like a touchdown or bus guy. Like it was kind of, but he was getting the touchdowns. That's why everyone was. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, and he sometimes he was getting multiple. Ah, Marty said Melvin Gordon. Do they is he even out the practice squad still, or they finally give him the old Evo? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but 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 the, way, McKinnon is not going to be the one hundred percent guy. It's going to no. be. I mean, no matter what, and and, and, I, and like I, I promise you, <laughs> all it takes is him coming back before preseason and getting in some reps, and then he's in there. And Dennis said, "Hunt, Fournette, and Zeke." I doubt it. Um, like it's it's Pacheco, maybe, like, maybe, like, maybe Fournette if they get him super cheap. I mean, great in pass. I mean, I don't know. I guess Fournette and Zeke uh, are both great in pass pro, right? Like, I mean, just I'm, Pacheco's Pacheco's gonna come back by by preseason, and he's gonna be the guy. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. And it's going to be the same shared backfield and yeah, this was this was speculation by Pro Football Talk. It, oh, we, it's not even official. Okay. No, they said he, he might because be we're talking like yeah, because like because he just got this. We heard he's because remember the news that we heard is he's really likely to go on the active PUP for training. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like about this is not any like lower extremity injury or hand or like you know right. what I mean. The nose will heal. It just needs to can't really get hit in the, the nose face. always knows. Can't really be getting smacked in the face by 250 pound linebackers when you got like your nose needs to heal. Like hopefully he doesn't come back timid. Maybe maybe he went to get a nose job. He didn't want to tell nobody. Oh man, maybe. Like, he's really now that I'm in the limelight, real insecure about my nose. So I got my nose. That longest yard has a look after he has to snap it. Oh, it's more, more defined, kind of like a young Michael Jackson. <laughs> you like that too? Huh? Yeah, I love little Michael. <laughs> so fucking goofy. 
And uh, Peacock said being a 27-year-old running back is a death sentence in this economy. You know what's fucking crazy? Okay. Not if you're a step back, though, or or if you're a, if, if you're I'd in be, a be Darren Sproles. They're going to put the ball in your hands in open field. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to scheme you open. Yeah. That's why the little guys flourish in those systems, because they just pop out of the back of a lineman. Oh, shit, where'd he come from with the ball in his hand? Little tap pass. And you're not a little tapping. And you're not running up the middle in the gut of like the defense getting smacked 10 to 15 times a game. Mm. Those guys. And but here's what's crazy. Obviously, there's more running backs in the NFL than kickers. But how does this make sense? The average salary for an NFL running back, all the running backs, 1.81 mil, compared to the average kicker salary is 2.26 mil. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, I mean, kickers last long, and they're, and they're like, and they like you got to kind of hold on because they last long. Like the older ones are like the better ones to have. You know what I mean? That's why you see those kickers. They don't the new kickers like when they go, oh, he's the best kicker in the draft. Like my Niners drafted the best kicker in the draft. Let's see how long he lasts. And there's way like, and there's way less kickers, so you know, obviously, a couple higher yeah. contracts can raise the bar. You know, way more running backs who are getting paid yeah. like under a million than <laughs> I was gonna say because the better the better kickers they're they're they're, they're seasoned veterans. You know, they like the better kick. Like we had Robbie Gold. He's he's, he's what fifteen years in the game. Yeah, I mean, Maybe she, even more, I think I'm undertreating him. You can play into your 40s like it's nothing, right? Like, I mean, we've seen multiple guys who are doing that and carrying on their career for damn near like 20 years. I mean, Janikowski. Yeah, he was old as fuck. Yeah, it's crazy fucking drunk. Vinatieri. But see, but it is rare. But then you have a lot of He's an actual first-round draft pick, though, right? He's going last long like a motherfucker, though. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, whether it's – a Robbie Gold, like I just mentioned, or a, and and Chino says it's crazy that Bijan is the highest paid. Has a rookie ever been the highest paid before? I can't remember one for the running back. Well, I mean, it's also it's also where the game is right now, and and him getting the contract. I mean, he's not paid higher than CMC though. Like I mean, CMC no, got the highest contract. But this year, but this year's salary though, because like you know they worked his contract to to pay him a lot up front. You know the CMC, right? Yeah, this I mean, like, it was cash <laughs> over cap. Like, I mean, he still got paid. Yeah. This, uh, I gotta go. Oh, she, oh, he's awake now? Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, CMC's because of the cash over cap and all that. Like, yeah, his, his yearly cash is 12 mil. So, I mean, I guess if you're breaking it down like that, but that's what, that's what's crazy about these rookie contracts. And, uh, and just these running backs. Know what's the show. This is uh, this is the only time worth really paying a running back when you know you're going to get five years out of them. Okay. Hold on, let me turn this down when she backs up. So uh, and Tina said, "I think Bijan got 21 mil." Um, let me go see what it officially was. I know he's getting 13 of it this year, but also like that's like signing bonus and stuff too. So let's uh, let, let's go see what it what it breaks down to. Yeah, for real though, actually too, because when you think about it, it's today's day and age agents. You know what I mean? See, because here, like, I mean, he's getting paid like the yearly cash comes out to thirteen point seven. His entire deal though is like a cunt hair under twenty two. So like next year. His cash is only 1.7 and then 2.7 and then 3.7. So, I mean, it's just the way that the contract is working out because of, like, 
the signing bonus and the upfront money and all that. Yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, but it's definitely. Oh yeah. Hold on. 20, 22 mil though. Yeah. He's way closer to 22 than he is to 21. Yeah. And it's today's, it's, it's the agency's days. That's the deal that he wanted. Cause you, um, cause you, under, I, I hope everyone understands why the top guys haven't signed yet. It's because they sign after the guy below them signs so they could get a better deal. Cause no matter what, you're going to get paid higher than the pick below you. Like no matter what, like that's the and, way that it's like working. Now. And like, and it's also, it's not just about the money up front. It's also about, because when you're a, when you're a first rounder, that fifth year money is the one you're, 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 you're that, that, yeah, you're really trying to get to yeah, that because, because if they get you, because if they don't want to extend you early or they, or, you know, it's going all bad, or you, if you want to get to that fifth year at that point, because that fifth year money is fully guaranteed. That's why you see some of these guys that get to their fifth year and it's like 20 million, 15 million. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, they're okay playing on it. Cause they're like, fuck yeah, you know. If there's shit like a Baker Mayfield, remember that? You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, he was loving it. Sam Darnold, like those guys were shit. So like, they're just happy to get that money. Yeah, because it's guaranteed. Look look at Kyler Murray's deal. His fifth year money was going to be thirty million. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and he he got his extension note because he was like, fuck that thirty. You got to get me at the closer to (laughs) fifty, man. Nope, nope, nope. And uh, okay, and so I and someone asked about this too. Giants, uh, Marty said Giants LB Gerard Davis out for the season with the year injury. Yeah, and who knows how much that's really going to be, uh, how much that was going to be coming into, um, you Ooh, know, play for our IDP world. Our man jamming Gerard, Gerard, oh, Davis. Gerard. yeah, nah, Giants, not commandos. Okay, because I heard jam, I thought I heard jamming Davis, and I got scared, like, no, not jamming. Nah, nah, the other Jay Davis, the other Light, lightweight jamming. Hey, Crispy said, who exactly? Gerard Davis. I mean, he's like third string, second string. Not Jamin Davis's third string cousin <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the news that we got today. Um, oh, before we get out of here, reminder, guys, there's only like seven spots left, I believe. Seven or six left in the 32-teamer Marvel Multiverse. A madness. $55 buy-in. Five offensive starters, including one super flex. You don't even have to start a QB. Four IDP starters and nine bench spots. We we increased the bench spots this year because last year's bench spots was super whack. Because if you had multiple fucking buys and all this shit during the time you might have been forced to like drop a player and that's like the stupidest thing that i feel in any fantasy league where you have to drop a starter because he's on buy rather not have it like that stupid you ain't lying the best ball tourney let me read out the uh the divisions that we're filling right now ten dollars per team what um oh and we're gonna do the race i forgot that's gonna be the last thing that Mm -hmm. we do so we got the Rugrats slow draft. What? The X-Men slow draft. What? We got the Remember the Titans fast draft. What? We got Invincible slow draft. That's the one with Mark Wahlberg in the Philly story. What? We got the Gridiron King, who's going to rep the rock over there. No, I really can't hear you. Maybe oh, <laughs> I turn it up. Let me turn it up. The blind side. We got the blind side division. What? Let's see. We got the Andrew little Giants. Boyd? 
Is that the Sandra Bullock? <laughs> yep. Is Michael it? Michael Orr. Okay. And Necessary Roughness. Hot tip to our man Stu. That was like his favorite football movie like ever. Recipe. So that's like Recipe that's kind of our man Stu. That's like our Stu division right there. And and then the last one uh, for now, at least I uh, created is uh, the Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights division, and I like the TV show a little bit more than the than the movie. So I mean, I'm just it's the TV show for me at least. Those are the that, that's who the characters I'll be doing. Okay, look at this. Hold on. It's funny because I I think I am a weed addict because like my girl advocate advocate because a real one because my girl. She's leaving. She's like, oh, my dad's gonna pull up. He said he got some some like paper towels from from Costco or something like that, right? She's yeah. like, better not smoke. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And I'm like itching to roll up right now. I'm like, why? Am I, I should just roll up just as soon as he drops that thing. Yeah, got, got yeah, you. I don't respect. I won't be smoking. But I'm like, what? This is fucking America. I'm like, I think I'm pretty sure he's seen me and my dad smoke before. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Crispy, I'll send you those blindside and yeah, necessary roughness. Necessary roughness is gonna be a fast draft. But yeah, that's pretty much gonna be our hat tip to stew. So that that's really the stew division. That's why we did necessary roughness, or that specifically. That's why we're covering it on the silver screen breakdowns as well. Um, for our man stew. And uh let's see. I'm gonna get ready, I'm gonna get the race stuff ready here, but we're doing the water boy this week on the silver screen breakdowns what varsity blues next week what uh necessary roughness for our man stew the week after that that's going to be guys too man that's going to be to begin august um little giants and then when we get to vegas we're doing vegas vacation now we're breaking down the league season 2 and then right before we're starting the season. This is like going to be the week before the season is going to be starting. We're doing the replacements to finalize our football movie marathon. Hit the drop. Where the hell is it? I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. That just wouldn't be our style. Pain heels. Chicks dig stars. Glory. Last forever. Glory. All right, and Antonio is going to get in the stew league. Let's get it. Don't forget that one is going to be a fast draft, but we're going to make sure to start at like whenever we do it, like four o'clock or whatever. So even guys like Antonio will be able to knock it out. All right. And Peacock said, damn, I love all those movies, man. It, football season is. Hey, Peacock, man, you're more than welcome to join us on any of those Fridays that you're free, my brother. Man, maybe we might have to make necessary roughness a slow draft just so anybody won't be excluded. So let's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna make necessary roughness a slow draft so nobody's excluded. He's making the executive, the executive. Yeah, because I don't want Antonio not to be in it because it's a fast yeah, draft. Come on. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, hey, listen, Antonio, I made the phone call. <laughs> and Stu was a real big advocate of the slow leagues. He hated it in the beginning because <laughs> he never did it before. And then once he started doing it, he's like, man, I love this. I can actually like think yeah. and make some decisions and maybe try to trade 50 times while I'm on the clock right now. With bogey. <laughs> and annoy the whole league. <laughs> to the point where I have. You know what's crazy? Is my the, the little the little back and forth that I had with those guys. The irony, the sweet irony of that is that, like, 
made me like close to Stu because Stu was like, man, fuck those guys, bro. And this and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just chopping up with him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that was one of those dudes too because it was like, when I, I heard didn't, his- I didn't even notice this until now Antonio changed his name on YouTube. Now it's bonus hole 69. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. 69 dudes. <laughs> I love the bonus hole. It's my favorite. So we're we're gonna we're gonna make it a slow draft because I bet this one starts like within a week or two, like within two weeks. Hey, who was that guy that we were getting on earlier? Uh his name was Alan Allen. Mm, he couldn't decide his parents could no. He's like uh, I don't know if you remember home improvement. You remember Wilson's full name in home improvement? Is Wilson Wilson? Yep. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> and Tino said I would crack Icebox when I played Pop Warner. Man, I don't know about that, man. She was wild. She was wild. And don't forget, you only play in, like, you play in the divisions. I'm going to go unload these groceries or I'll be right back. Okay. Or grocery or whatever you want. Cool. And then we're going to get the fast draft going. And um, But remember, when you're in Pop Warner, you play by weight. So, like, you're not going to be, like, Crazy that that much crazy heavier than her, I would assume. All right, let's let everyone know. Share the link over here so people know what's good. Let's get them in here from Sleeper. Hey, hey, infinite possibilities in the house. What up, bro? All right. Let me get everyone's names added to this now. Let's see. Who do we got in the Back to the Future 55 division? 55! All right. So we got myself. We got Bogard. We got Crispy. We got Stick Stunts. He's in a handful of leagues with us. Dirty Sanchez is in this one as well. We got our man Bandy from the 4th and Flex crew in here as well. Song is in this one. Uh, Newcomer Owen is in this one. Uh, Phil, our man Phil is in this one. Um, let's see. Dennis is in this one as well. Um, let's see. Our man B Rogers is in this one. And last but not least, our man Devo is in this one as well. And infinite said crispy. Uh, oh, crispy is good at drafting man. It's cause crispy has been doing all these drafts with us the entire offseason. Crispy has been, uh, you know, just like we don't take any vacation for the fantasy season. We're doing drafts and we're doing dynasty leagues and all that. Crispy was one of those guys who's been here the entire time doing it with us in all the mock drafts. And, yeah, you could tell it's paying off when it comes to the way that he's been drafting. He's been drafting some fire teams. And what what Grizzly sound new to the name? What what's that when your tongue slips a little higher, Antonio? <laughs> and he said, "Is that a 69? 69, dudes. <laughs> <coughs> okay, did they fuck up on that? 
Marty, let me see. I didn't. Uh... Okay, those idiots from Pro Football Talk, those jackasses. This is the news that we talked about yesterday. So they changed it around. Those idiots. See, this is why you can't just follow sleeper notifications, you know, like that. This is literally what we talked about yesterday, that Pacheco is going to be a candidate for the preseason active pup. Yeah, I mean, that was fucking me up too, Marty, because, like, we heard it, like, two days in a row. We heard, like, it went from, like, bad to worse in, like, a 24-hour span. So, like, yeah, that's just stupid. Dumbass pro football talk. Fuckers. Making us freak out about Pacheco. Hold on, Crispy. Crispy's trying to get Hunter Henry <laughs> off me now. Let's see. Hunter Henry? Yeah, and see, so he tried to send me a fourth and lowball me. I said, I said, if I was gonna trade Hunter Henry, I'd want the third for the Yeah, come on. I already set the price out there. I was already trying to buy some Henry's for a third. And I'll I'll do it for a third. Why not? My team is stacked over here, so yeah, might as well get a third. And seeing, you know, I like the third also. Um, for for a player like Hunter Henry, doesn't put people in a position where they got to pay for the next year yet, you know, or like mm-hmm. sell the farm or anything. You just know you're not. You gonna know, that's get- why I'm an advocate of moving the third, and I'll even dress the third up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you three and a four. Let's go. Yeah, I know. I almost, I almost want more. Crispy, you like Hunter Henry that much, huh? <laughs> but I do it for a third, though. I would do Hunter Henry for a third. So do it. Spend it. Spend it. <laughs> I like instigating trades. All right. It's fun. All right, everybody, give me a number between one and 69. 69, dudes. One. Oh, and uh, all right, Bogey put in a one, lower in that <laughs> average. Okay, so pro football talk. Bogey, did you hear what was going on? Uh, my bad. I was uh, I, I, the diaper diapers doing all this kind of shit. No, no, no. They're morons. It's the shit that we said yesterday that was valid. They made their correction right now. <laughs> what happened? It was the preseason pup that they were supposed to be mentioning, not the regular season pup. So forget everything that we said about the pro football talk shit today. They were wrong. They were wrong. He's a candidate to go on the preseason active pup. Yeah, so he'll do like all the drills and stuff like that during like training camp. Like he's regular. not gonna have contact, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could bring someone else in to mm-hmm. get into the contact drill. So this is gonna be mm-hmm. them. Because because one thing one thing if I was to make a case uh, like against him for missing this, like 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 not being able to be on the field at all, like it's like because it is going to Nagy, but it's still Andy Reid's offense, and Nagy is a product of Andy Reid, and he's back at home at the helm again you know what i mean so it's and and and, and pacheco they're gonna need him they're gonna need him because you know last year and the year before that you know they would throw the ball to eat a lot of these games out yeah like two o'clock yeah bro they're gonna bruise it up with pacheco a lot more this year because that's what that's what they like to do whenever when matt Nagy was there as an offensive coordinator before you know what i mean granted you know what I'm saying? It was it was uh, Alex Smith the last time, but you know what I mean? I mean, this is yeah. still, it's a possibility because they want to feed one guy early on. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? that I mean, early When I say early on, I mean early downs. I mean. That's I how Andy Reid rolls, though. That's how Andy Reid rolls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Crispy said pro football clickbait should be their name, those fuckers. I didn't click on the link that they sent, but I'm sure they got a shitload of, of uh, clicks for. Uh, ooh, ooh. How about this? We should change the channel name to 420. 
pro fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. What up, John? He said, what draft am I missing now? So this is for the Back to the Future, the 55 division. 55! <laughs> we got a lot of divisions. I posted it. If you go look on my personal page, you can probably see it uh, pretty easily. But here's the divisions that we're filling. Rugrats slow draft. X-Men slow draft. What? Remember the Titans fast draft. Invincible slow draft, gridiron gang slow draft, blindside slow draft, little giant slow draft, what, 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 necessary roughness slow draft, and the Friday nights slow draft. And that's the bottom line. (laughs) Shit, I'm setting it up. And that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. The stone cold section. Let's see the numbers here. So we got a 69 from Marty. 69, dudes. 37. Two from Derek. 37 from Bogey. 55 for Peacock. Seven for bonus hole, Antonio. And for our guy, Steve. Um, another 55 for Crispy. 57. Sixty-seven for Bogey. And 24. You know what I'm trying to do this whole time. Yeah, you know it. Just trying to get it there. And what up, Trip? Nah, we're not gonna do a mock draft tonight. Like my by my my voice box needs to rest. How about that? I've been holding back a lot of coughing and putting it on mute. But yeah, I, long show right now, and uh, gotta gotta let it rest. Let's see, what does this add up? What to? time is it right now? It's two fifty-two. Two one two three four five six. Seven, eight, nine. In wherever uh, Canada Marty's from. It's five for saxophone. Hit it. Hello, ladies. All right. 32 is what it comes to. 32. Now, now what time is it? 252. <laughs> Still okay. <laughs> Tell me when it's 254. <laughs> it's 253. Clock just changed. Yeah. So we're getting closer. All right. Uh Crispy. Give me the minimum yards traveled per rush. Uh who else is in this one? Um I read it earlier, and I'm just so high, I forgot. Um, Bobogi, you give me the the max yards per rush. Max it. Derek, you give me the minimum second. Never mind, don't ask me. The math doesn't add up anymore when I was trying to do. I forgot. I was going to say, because I was going to say, Canada Marty's at us four hours, right? Yeah. So no. that would be, yeah, Canada that would be Marty, yeah. 6.54, right? But uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's not 6 to 9. <laughs> 8.54 is 6 <laughs> to 9. And uh, all right, Crispy said number two. So, Derek, you give me the minimum seconds per rush, one to four. And Peacock, you give me the max seconds. That's five to eight. Is Peacock in this one too? No, he's not. Oh, oh he's in the other one. 
Yeah, he's only in the uh, one so far, but I'm sure he'll get into more as we get closer. Max it. Max it. Come in, guys. Derek threw in the one. Uh-oh. Okay. See, that's where we get the crazy discrepancies. It's when, like, the minimum is hella low and the maximum is hella high. Yeah. And that's when that's that when, is. that's when it gets real crazy. All right. We got him in. Peacock's going with seven. Here we go. Excellent. Find your guys. Find your guys. Are you ready? Here we go. I said, are you ready? Here we go. Burst of speed. Damn, Dirty Sanchez, Owen, and Dennis out to a crazy lead right now. Burst of speed. Oh, man. Dirty Sanchez is leaving all of us. Damn. He's leaving all of us he's in gone. the dust. Nobody else is across the 30-yard line, and he's already across the opponent's 30-yard line. Like, he is all the way yeah, in front sure. right now, and it's not even close. What the fuck is going on? That's crazy. I love it. We've never it's seen wild. that. <laughs> he's going to get stuck in the mud, watch. It's gonna be oh, funny. he's stuck in the mud now. Like, yeah. he's, like, on the 10-yard line. Now he's going hella slow. Long, crispy, Owen. And Bandy are amongst the next group. Dirty Sanchez by a fucking mile. Peacock said Sanchez is Bo Jackson on this one. Like, it wasn't even close. He was gone, bro. It wasn't even close. Song and Dennis are the next closest, too. Song got second. Uh Uh-oh. Owen and Phil trying to catch up to Dennis. Ooh. Oh, Dennis got third, though. Owen got fourth. Phil got fifth. Devo just took a crazy, got a crazy burst of speed there. Crispy's right up in there, got sixth. Devo got seventh. Give me 12. Give me 12. <laughs> I got eighth again. Uh, Bandy yeah. got ninth. B. Rogers got 10th. Six Stunts got 11th. Yes. And there goes Bogard. He got 12. Yes. All a part of the plan. <laughs> oh, man, that shit was fucking wild. <laughs> Derek said, my man left everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't seen that. Man, I, this, I think this I think he, I think he, I think he shot out the gate too early, bro. I think we need to see a replay. <laughs> I, I think there might be a flag on this, bro. <laughs> I like being twelve. Hell yeah, I like being a bookend. Period. Yeah. Man, that shit was wild. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that on this. <laughs> That's what, that's what happens when you max it, though, sometimes. Max it. Derek said straight forest gumped everyone right there. That's funny because, like, I remember this one time, man, everybody maxed it, and then it was like that. Everyone was fun, but we were all getting stuck in the same places. But it was like, it was just like a clusterfuck the whole way through. So man. funny. Fucking, man, just connect. Yeah, we can never forget that scene. <laughs> he must be the stupidest son of a bitch alive. <laughs> That boy is a running fool. (laughs) Oh, who the hell is that guy? Oh, Forrest Gump, just a local idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked him up. Hell yeah. Yeah, shows what y'all know. (laughs) I mean, it was so funny because it was like he's like looking at the stands every time he gets the ball. You know, he's just hanging out. Someone's got to come put it right in his chest. Run, Forrest. Okay. 
Jesus, man, that's no. why he's so good at football in the army, right? Mm-hmm. Go. What is your what is your mission in this army? To do whatever you tell me, drill sergeant. <laughs> God damn it, Gumpy must be a genius. That's the best answer. <laughs> you must have an IQ of what 162. <laughs> You're going to be a general one day. Go. Oh, shit, he was the only guy that knew it, bro. He was the only guy. So Even though funny. he was just stroking off, he's stroking him off and being sarcastic. You know what I mean? He was like, well, see, that's the thing. He's not funny. There is no, he, was, he was a fucking genius. There is no sarcasticness in, like, he, he just believes what he says. Like, even remember when, uh, God damn it, Gump. Why did you disassemble that weapon so quickly? Because you told me to, Drill Sergeant. <laughs> God damn it, Gump. You just said world record or whatever. Like, this starts going crazy. You are going to be a general one day, Gump. Disassemble your weapon and start again. <laughs> oh, shit. That shit has me dying right now. Oh, shit. So fucking funny. <laughs> he was like, I was doing that shit with a blindfold on, man. He was like, the army isn't even hard. He was like, all you got to do is just uh, make your bed real nice. And what is it? Make your bed real nice. Do something. And always finish off your sentence with, yes, drill sergeant. What did they ask him to say? How was it like when you got shot? He was like, you got to eat all the ice cream you wanted? (laughs) (laughs) They said it was a million dollar wound, but I don't know. I never seen a nickel of that money. You don't even know he's filthy rich, neither. He's crazy, bro. I love him. Well, at that point, he wasn't filthy rich. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, but super. Uh, oh, man. That's why that movie's just like one of the best. Because, like, we love these idiot savants. He changed, he changed American culture <laughs> forever. Forever. <clears throat> I'm already in this league, right? Like, accepted in it? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. See, it's crazy because it's like, I might have went like, it was like me from the future came back or something. Me in the future is now in the past. Great Scott. (laughs) Fuck, I should have put that on my name today. (laughs) God damn it. I don't think anybody's uh, set up their names yet, so there's time. No, I'm talking about like on my screen today. Like when I came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know we were doing. I I I didn't know we we're doing a race today. I thought we we're doing Wednesday. You might have said Tuesday though. I just you know what I mean. I mean it's all it's all smashed together. Pause. There's that there's that word again. Heavy. Why is everything so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the world's gravitational pull? What? <laughs> so funny because he's like, he has to work with Doc. He's a genius, but naive. You know what I mean? And doesn't well, want to know. He, he doesn't know slang from the future. You know? <laughs> but he also doesn't want to know too much either, too. It's funny because, but like how like he spews off those the random like thinking out loud. <laughs> Fucking crispy. Sorry, I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. <laughs> he whooped that dude's uh-huh. ass too. <laughs> hey man, that dude's getting all of it. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah, you can't be hitting Jenny like that. I mean, and you know what's funny is if you look at that, if you look at that dude's hairdo, I feel like that's that kid's dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was fucking on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crispy said, "Don't fuck with Jenny." That that's rule number one. That is rule. Yeah. One. That's what he said. Go back to where, where are they from? 
Greenbow, Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> he just let it be known. Huh? He started banging the set right there. I didn't realize that. He's just talking to Jenny. Then he started turning hey, Greenbow, Alabama. What? See, it's, see, it's crazy. <laughs> Hey, what up, hey, Kayana? came in just to yell out, Jenny, you've got air conditioning. <laughs> that means she doing good, bro. You feel me? Jenny's doing good for herself. So funny. See, and it's like everyone has like different quotes or different memories, you know, that they're like thinking of. Because here goes Peacock. Whoa, you just stepped in a huge pile of shit. <laughs> it happened. It happened. <laughs> What it shit? Happens. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> shit happens. Oh man, I know. Antonio, he said, "Hustler at eight. That's like three in a row. If we go back, I swear it's like eight and nine. Like that's where I've been. Like that. It's because I said that's where I don't want to pick, and I, I think maybe I've thrown it out there to the universe so much that that's why I hate the fantasy people. gods. They keep putting me there. Keep giving me the challenge." But people have been falling there unexpectedly, so that's been... Uh... And then you have a decent turnaround. It's like the five and the eight are, like, kind of dreadful to me because it's like I feel like I'm just in this monotonous, like, am I going to start a run? Do I got to jump on a run? You know what I mean? But also then again, there's the bright side where it's like, you know, things will tend to fall if you're in the first round, if you're in the eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, shit, like, you're gonna, you, you know, you, like, you can see, like, a Trevor Lawrence or something, or even, like, a, a Justin Jefferson. Like, that's easy right there. Like, you, you're in range. Fucking Lamar, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, if you're going those routes, is what I'm saying, though. You know what I've mean? got, I mean, I've done a whole bunch of different things, got chased yeah. a couple times, and definitely got some, some T logs in that range. I did, a, I did a Jefferson Watson, I think it was, one time. Mike I might have been the nine ball. I, actually, I was the ten ball. <sighs> Never mind. This is so funny. What up, Mike Joseph? He said, "Why do you smoke all them cigarettes, Jenny?" <laughs> and, and, he, was he was like, "Hey, hey!" And he was mad that he fucked up the pussy. Though, remember what's his name, the homie? Yeah, uh, Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she tasted like what he's saying. I'm sorry, Lieutenant Dan, but she tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> See, that's when you knew that he was like, uh-uh, I only fuck bad bitches, bruh. <laughs> Hold on, bruh. Got these little ass sticking my dick in the ashtray, bruh. <laughs> He's like, come on, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, man. Okay, Alex, I like when he jumps off the boat. and <laughs> When uh, when Lieutenant Dan comes on the boat. Yeah, the just... Ray just jumps off the boat. He's like, I had to see it for myself. He just pulled in the background. Of... <laughs> the boat so power through the fucking deck. Or, yeah. the dock or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the fucking yeah, the dock. That's my boat. <laughs> and that first time they came out there, oh, he was like, man, they ain't catching shit. But that boat was indestructible, though. If it could just go through, you know, the whole um, the whole dock like that, just take it all. I mean, out, it could have been an old dock. Scratch on it. I like, mean, that dock could have been like a like a couple like a hundred year old wood in that dock. You feel me? It could have been, but it was a foreshadow. It was a foreshadowing into that uh, that storm that was about to come because they were the only boat that was left. That's a good point. After they probably were all mad at him, man. You know that dumbass gun dude and fucked up the dock for real. A <laughs> loading dock, even. Yeah, what man. if it was that? Oh, he man. sabotaged <laughs> them. He's like, I'm gonna destroy the loading dock. <laughs> Nobody could go back in because 
Gump fucked up the loading docks and had to go to the next city over or something. But then the storm happens in between them. Destroys all the boats, destroys the marina, basically. And Gump has all the scrimps. And now Bubba Gump shrimp. Because he's the only crazy asshole willing to be out there. Because he got Lieutenant Dan there trying to lead him into some type of war. Only this time, it's against Mother Nature. All right, we got a trade alert. Hunter Henry for Crispy's third rounder. Nice. Not mad at it. I'll, I'll rack up some yeah. of those extra third rounders. Give yourself a ding. And Crispy, you get a ding as well because you probably need Hunter Henry a lot more than I do, you know, for this season. My Thanks to uh, mine and Derek's trade, uh, my team's pretty looking pretty nice over here. So, What, what, what league was this you made, Trader? 21. Okay, what'd you do? Yeah, Hunter Henry for a third. For, to Crispy. Oh, no, I'm talking about with you and Derek. Oh, well, that was the one. Um, oh, the, from the Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. The 21 Jump Street. Ah, see what I did there? Yeah. Damn. Why was that not? <laughs> oh, well, actually, these are just WWF theme. But yeah, dang. Why did we not do I know, I didn't think of that. As 21 Jump Street. Come on, man. Slacking. I love that. I mean, like, are so we single cool. strapping? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you better single strap, bro. I'm, not, I'm nervous, man. Nobody else is doing this. Don't <laughs> cave. Don't cave. <laughs> All right, Song is on the clock. Mahomes is off the board first. Nice. Nice and easy, Song. Nice and easy. Man, you know what I've been seeing? Um, Like, okay, people are, are free to play, like, however you want. But if you play in a goofy-ass, like, style or you change. How goofy is it? I'm seeing best ball dynasty leagues that you can trade in. Like, that's how people are, like, setting this up. It's not best ball, man. <laughs> and, like, why the fuck would man. you want to turn best ball into a dynasty league? Best yeah, ball okay, you know what? You know what? Uh, here's what I'll say. For the celebrity on the go and, and you, your big money leagues and you have no time to manage your team, join dynasty best ball leagues. <laughs> you know what I mean? You draft like, once, and then you never have to draft again. <laughs> You'll play in this league for 10 years without drafting. I mean, I know it's going to be rookies every year, but man, that's just, just stupid. Like, come on. <laughs> especially when you're drafting best ball, guys, a lot of my later picks are going to be like bullshit, like style uh, picks that I'm thinking uh, might be able to boom somewhere. Here's the thing. Um, there's already stuff going on like that. Like, how about you, okay, So remember, so uh, shout out to Stu again. So this is how. So I came I came aware of Stu obviously through you. Shout out, thank thank you for that. And um, and you know, uh, I was gonna be in the Stu League, and uh, I, I was also gonna be in the, uh, the 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 fantasy football plug league. Shout out to shout out to Jay the plug, and and clock management because uh, and you know, so I I actually introduced those two. You know, what yeah. I'm saying shout out to me, and then uh, so when they came through with the league, and then and Peacock designed all the uh the look of the league and then, you know, it was a big old celebrity league, uh, fantasy analysts and, 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 and athletes and celebrities all alike in this league. Um, and I need, but you needed to have a charity. So I said, Hey, can I holler at your mans or holler at him for me? You know what I mean? Cause you know, when I, you know, when you showed me what you were doing with him, of course I would look in and I, you know, all the story and everything. And it was like really dope. You know what I mean? And I, I you know, I didn't want to just like be like, and shout out to St. Jude and all the other, uh, awesome charities out there, but I was like, man, like I, if I could talk to this dude, I feel like that's dope. Like I know, like, like you know, um, 
person who's the head of like yeah and like i got to talk to the dude and he's he's very enthusiastic about what he does and and then and then then i find out shit he's paralyzed himself and i'm like whoa that's that's crazy you know what i mean because i didn't even know that aspect really i thought like he was just like he had like some lower extremities or something i didn't know like he was like for real paralyzed like in the beginning like i mean obviously once i once you sent me all the links and then i was like man this is the guy i want to and i want to represent his charity and, uh, and I actually went deep into the playoffs. I was actually the number two seed, like pretty much the whole way in that league. And uh, but, but but anyway, so the reason I bring that up is because I didn't, I wasn't in it last year. Or, uh, uh, and last year it was like it was best ball, but you could pick up and drop on the waivers. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, was like, oh, okay. I guess like, I understand you know, that, but I don't yeah, know. because like, but, but because like you know, it's cool to have like t- like when I was in the league, it was like T Pain, and like he was yeah, people who are, I mean. Yeah, like I'm sure T Pain wasn't making waiver wire moves every single week, anyways. So like, and like it was cool. Like he did the draft and he sent like a video like prior to the draft. He's like, "Ah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing. He was like on his Twitch thing. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and like you know, um, Austin Eckler was in it and fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Darren Waller and you know what I mean? Because because Jada Plug like he designs like shoes for all these guys and he got in there good with them. Cause he's just he's ultimately good people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really have too much bad to say about Jay the Plug outside of like he was trying to like little like curve of league fees. It's only facts. Oh man! And uh, Crispy said not really because I have Kelsey and Kincaid. Well, I mean Kelsey's one thing, but like Kincaid, like I, I mean. Hunter Henry may do better than Kincaid in the first 10. He may do better this entire season than Kincaid does. Like, I mean, Kincaid's like a future, like, dynasty pick. Not, like, anyone who's picking him in redraft, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hoping people pick him in redraft because I feel like he's a waste of a pick in redraft weeks, whether uh, you have a tight end spot or not. If he's running with the team ones in training camp, that's a different story. Yeah, but Dawson yeah. Knox paid them. Yeah, it's exactly. But see, but what if they do like 12 personnel and he's the guy in there? It's going to hype people. It's going to hype people up. Well, for sure. I, yeah, that's, what that's what we're assuming. Like yeah. right now, like you spend the capital to get them. We're assuming you're going to run 12 personnel. There's just no guarantee of how much they're going to run it. There's no guarantee that Dawson Knox doesn't come out and get nine touchdowns, you know, just because he's wide open in the end zone. So. Does anybody know about the men's warehouse? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the place yeah. you know, get like your sixty hundred dollars suits or whatever. Yeah, remember that guy? I get you. Like you're gonna love how you look. I guarantee it. That was his whole like slogan. I yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit was stupid. So funny. And uh, and Tino said that King Cade will start this season. Well, I mean, he's not going to be the starter over Knox, but like Bogey said, like the like they, they pay Knox too much money. You know, like to like not have him on the field blocking, and he's a better blocker than Kincaid as well. Um, nice, Peacock said that Darren Waller liked his Photoshop edits. Nice. nice. It'd be dope to get some feedback from guys like that, right? Darren Waller too. You know how you holler and be like, "Hey, bro, uh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do some album covers for you." Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah dude. That'd be fucking, that'd be fucking dope, right? Like, because What's now, because here's the thing about when when you're when you're an artist. Artists like are usually artists at at heart. He just he you know and I'm talking about for him is music, right? Because you know what I'm saying it just so happened that he plays football. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. That dude like really like like yeah. wanna like rap for real. You know what I mean? Like that's like his passion for real. You know what I mean? I've never really checked out his stuff. The plug sent me a couple joints back in the days. And then the first thing I said was like, ooh, tell us do a track. I was Chris, like, tell do a track. Do me a favor, put a message in there and tell them to to send me a direct message. I'll I'll get I'll I'll get to it in a second because we want to fill up this league, but just tell them to DM me. Um we give someone one extra step and they do it. At least we know they're serious. And uh, and Marty said also, <laughs> why is Reek Woolen on Sleeper? <laughs> Does he not go by Tariq anymore? So he's always been Tariq, Reek, Woolen, you know, but now that like he's officially going by Reek, that's what he wants to be called now. So, I mean, just like Juju or CD or any of these guys, you know, you just, you tell them what you want to be called. Mm-hmm. And he'd like, rather go by with the name. that his little name Dakota? Yeah. Dakota don't sound that kind of sounds like badass, right? Not at least on basic comparison. Dakota sounds like a little white girl, you know, like Dakota Fanning. Like, I mean, yeah, that when I hear Dakota, I think of Dakota Fanning. That's like the only person I really think of. That's funny. Man, Peacock said only 106 today, but it feels like 116. The humidity is real. I haven't even gone outside like today. Like you're close to the water too, so you don't feel it. Yeah, what is it over there where you're at, Crispy? And uh, Tino said, I bet you at the end of the season, not the beginning, but at the end, he'll take more snaps than Knox. Well, I could get behind that. It really just depends on how things are going around. Who's to say Knox doesn't get hurt, you know? But the thing is, they paid Knox to block. Kincaid's not a blocker. Knox is going to play more snap percentage for sure than you know why Knox used to get Knox used to get greasy touchdowns because he would like he, he's a threat of running around or like if he's blocking he could even like block someone and then get open and catch touchdown. I've seen him do it all like you know what I mean so he's just in the red zone packages but like who's to say that you can't line up Kincaid as as a slot receiver like they said early on but I just gotta see it first you know what I mean so I'm gonna be interested just like Pino said, Kincaid, he's the most complete tight end in the draft. Yeah, I mean, that's because you're comparing him to a crop of guys that okay. maybe a couple of these guys actually turn into, like, halfway decent NFL players. You know, outside of that, most are probably going to fizzle out and be nothing because it's just that type of position. But if we match up Kincaid with every starting, you know, tight end in the league – I mean, come on, he's not, I mean, I don't know, he's not like top 20 or 25 or like anything like that. Like, he's got a lot to prove to get into that. And he has to be blocking as well. Like, that's the way that you get on the field a bunch. Because, like, even Kyle Pitts, remember, everyone's like, oh, Kyle Pitts is going to be the shit because, like, he's never going to have to block. Like, they're only going to use him as a wide receiver. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, you know, just he still has to block. He's got to do both. And Peacock said blocking then releasing for a pass is the easiest way to get open. One million percent. And if you're just, I mean, that's why, like, Kincaid, I feel like, helps Knox. Because, like, if Kincaid is, like, out wide, you know, like, let's say he's off the line. You know, if he's, like, out wide, that means there's going to be a guy who's not in the middle, like, anymore. And that more than likely that, um, that Dawson Knox is wide open in the middle of the field. Um, yeah, because really, I mean, it's it's Stefan Diggs. I feel like Dawson Knox is going to be higher in the pecking order than Gabe Davis, and I feel like it's going to be Kincaid, um, Kincaid battling with like Gabe Davis and who the hell's their fourth? 
but it'll be like those three in kind of like a rotation for like the snaps until Kincaid really shows that he warrants what 15% of the snap or 15% of the target market share, like something like that. And Tina said, Pitt's athletic freak that never, uh, that never put it on the field, even in college. What do you mean? I mean, didn't like what I understand that Kincaid did good, like in college, probably even did like, you know, like amazing, but I mean, come on, man, it's college. How many of these guys that Kincaid went against, you know, like went into the NFL? Crispy said, I played good tight end in football. (laughs) I bet you did. And I bet you're always on the look for a good tight end, weren't you, when you were a football player? And Tino said Pitts' hype was very similar to AR-15 for sure. Definitely. Because, yeah, he was the most skilled or the most uh, um, the most complete tight end since who the fuck did they say? Who was the guy? Uh, Eric Ebron. And I don't even know. Like, they never compare to, like, guys who are actually, like, good. They always compare to, like, guys who are just drafted in the first round. But... Yeah, and uh, Peacock said I read somewhere that Cole Beasley's working out with uh, Davis and Knox. Interesting. Yeah, Crispy 6'5", 250. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and Bakes, he said he's a little bit, so Dakota is appropriate. Well, obviously. All right, one more bowl. <clears throat> then we're going to get ready to get up out of here. Let me text Song just so he knows. That he's on the clock. He's probably at work anyways. And I'll go make my picks wherever I'm on the clock as well. <laughs> and just for no apparent reason. He's climbing in your window. He's making your people walk. Trying to break them so you got to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your mother. Because they break the damn Hell yeah. <coughs> uh oh, what do we got here? <coughs> oh man, and um yeah. And Peacock said, I'm need access to the live soundboard in Vegas. What the, see the hard part is like learning where everything's at. Because it's a very it's a very simple setup the way that I've set it up here. Oh, let's see. Dang it, I like can't even oh, it's like so it's a, it's just there's no slack on this, but I got it all set up with like pictures and all types of shit to like make it easier for my high ass to just remember where to point and click like on stuff. <coughs> but yeah, that's why I got to, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to bring the, uh, like I'm going to have to bring this whole like desktop like there so we can like use this. Cause uh, then I can have like the actual setup that we normally have. And um, yeah, cause we're going to have like phones and cameras up like everywhere. So we're like recording like different things of what's going on and like you know sometimes like i'll just go be at the controls you know we'll see what's uh 
you know, who's commenting and things like that. I can actually work the controls from my phone as well. So that is something else that, that, that we could be looking at, but yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm so excited. This is going to be super fucking dope. And uh, there's, we still got, um, there's still one bed available and we've got like two couch spots like available. So um, yeah, if you guys want to get there, like now is the time. So final, final, final notice. We only got a couple spots that are left, but either way, whether you're staying at the mansion or not, make sure you get out to Vegas, August 18th, 19th and 20th. And uh, Derek, I'm going to be doing that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm working on creating. Um, and actually, you know what, since there's only, there's only like a dozen people that are staying, I'm just going to reach out directly and get you guys answers directly instead of trying to create something to get people to go, um, to go, uh, sign up on. And Tino said, King Cade has dropped the ball four times in his career. I mean, that's a great stat. It's an awesome stat. It means he's got hands of gold. We'll see if we if they took him there to be like the number two behind Diggs. Because I know that that's what literally everybody in the world thinks that he's going to do like right out of the gate in year one. Is that he is going to be Diggs and then him in the pecking order of everything. You know what's I'd, crazy? I'd love to see it happen for my shares of him. I just don't think it's going to happen in year one. The one thing is like, it's like history is definitely not on its side. You know what I mean? No. Like the tight, rookie tight ends just don't really do it ever. You know what I mean? Like there's like Kittle. Yeah. Uh, Gronk. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, even Pitts cracking his thousand yards. We still didn't like it. Like he still wasn't like fantasy relevant, like every single week. Like, or Evan Ingram's rookie year was like kind of an outlier too. He got like nine something or something like that. Right. Or seven something. But he balled out for fantasy, but it was because like OBJ got hurt and Sterling Shepard got hurt. And it was just it was just that he was the only guy in town and he happened to be a rookie. And seeing Derek's on that train, he said, I like uh, King K a lot. He said, I think he's the number two behind Diggs. Yep. Us. And seeing I'm trying to find guys in my league that like Kincaid like that. If I had Kincaid, I'd be like, yeah, I got Kincaid where you blood. I mean, yeah, seeing, I, I feel like right now is I, nobody's going to overpay for Kincaid in my eyes. I hope he jumps up to that because y'all yeah, sell like then I'll sell him for the moon. I got King Cade for you, man. If he comes out and is the number two to Diggs and he's fucking with a fifteen to twenty percent market share, target yeah. market share, like that's yeah. gonna be that. That's two see, or three first rounders. Fifteen for a is like see see, and that's the thing too is like we were talking about like an eighteen to twenty percent target market share. We love that. That's like WR two in your that's like low end WR two type of shit. In your or even mid-range WR2 that you're putting in your tight end spot, you know what I mean? But like I just the snap count, it, it how fast is he gonna learn as a rookie? Cause then that's gonna put the, and because then the faster you learn, the more plays you're installed in. And when you're not learning fast, you're only gonna be in like certain packages when you're a rookie. And sometimes it takes that's why, like, like you know, even like Justin Jefferson, the first couple weeks, it was like he was getting like you know, 60% or 50%, and then 60%, and then it was like, you know what, we're playing this kid all day, you know what I mean. But you know, it's gonna be like that, you know what I mean? And and even like tight end, so tight end don't do it. So Tino said King Cade's a great basketball player, tight end, uh, plays tight end like Gates. It took Gates a couple years to like really get into the zone. I mean, his first year he didn't do much, like nothing pretty much. I think he had like three or four hundred yards, but then he gets like nine hundred or something, and then he goes over a thousand. But it was the third year breakout, you know, for him. Like Travis Kelsey. 
Tony Gonzalez, like list all the best tight ends in Gonzalez. They're usually not breaking out in their first year. That's why I'm just I'm gonna be on the side that doesn't think that he breaks out the first year because it's not like even getting a thousand yards, thousand yards as a wide receiver, a tight end, like as a tight end. I mean, yeah, it's a lot because not a lot of tight ends are gonna crack a thousand, but that's still only fifty-eight yards a game. Like that's not like super fantasy relevant. What's the average tight end like 38 yards or something like that? I mean, pretty much on a week to week basis, I'd say like 90% of the tight ends are going to be between 15 and 35 yards. You go over 40 yards, you're like in elite like yardage for like the week in tight end. It's like, I was going to say like 40 or eight between 40 and 80 yards receiving is like those elite guys. Yeah. Because like most guys are legit. Let, like right around 15 to 20. Like when we talk about a lot of these guys, three receptions, 20 yards or 18 yards or whatever, little dumps across the middle. Maybe you mix in a touchdown. So you're in contention for tight end one, but that's, I'm, you know, tight ends in general, don't get a crazy amount of work. That's another thing too. That's why we got rid of the tight end spot in all of these hustler leagues and converted it into a flex spot. But we added the tight end premium to give guys like that a little bit more of a bump. Uh oh, here we go. And uh, who's this? this magic man? What up, bro? He said Jeremy Shockey had a great rookie year. 128 targets, 74 catches, 890. Yeah, that, um, that was with Manning, right? Eli? Yeah. 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 Outlier for sure. Yeah, the outliers. I mean, like what? Like what? The, so that's like the what? The, the fourth guy I can think of. Third guy that went. <sighs> He's the only one that went over a thousand, right? As a rookie. No. Yeah, he had 898. 898. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, okay. So for fantasy purposes, though, like these guys were like, cool. you know, 16 games, but what did Kittle do his rookie year? Because I know, like, I don't even know. I don't I don't know his I don't remember his yardage. He kind of exploded early, too. Yeah, see, that's what's crazy. 515. Mm-hmm. How many good. tugs? Uh two. Okay, so it's the sophomore year. It's the sophomore year. So I'm I'm remembering right. There you go. So Kittle, see, I can't even say Kittle anymore in in that conversation. I'm glad we looked at it. What was Gronk his his rookie year? Let's see. Sorry, bud. We'll be off soon. I forgot we had to do one thing. Sorry. Yes, even Gronk, 42 receptions, 546, 10 touchdowns though. That was the big thing. No, Jeremy Chucky. Uh, and Tina right, said, your, your point is the tight ends are not fantasy relevant. That's fixed in tight end premium leagues like you play. Well, yes and no. Um, because, I mean, still, I, I'd i much rather have. Make Kelsey God. Well, yeah. I mean, Kelsey's just a fucking stud, you know, in there for sure. But, like, yeah, like, guys, like, I'm trying to think. Well, like Darren Waller. For example, like, yeah, if he goes back to like Darren Waller, he's going to be great. But what if he just ends up being, you know, the guy who's getting three or four receptions, 20 to 30 yards a game, five touchdowns on the season, you know, shit like that. He'll be somewhere where we're not even like trying to like play him because it's like so hit or miss. Even if he does come up with a couple 75 yard games and a touchdown, it's like the games where they miss like hurts like so bad that like. I'm really not trying to bank on guys like that, even in the leagues that we play. Yeah, so Pitts is actually in a, in a very small club because he got a thou wow. 
in his rookie year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I don't even like I think it's him and Mike Ditka, I think are like the only yeah. Players. No, yeah, because Chalky didn't even get the Dow right? No. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember fucking um I got that right on the trivia with the fucking uh what's his name? Uh Dicka. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's the he's the first one. That was the trivia question. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and you look back at legit him and Kyle Pitts are the only ones. And wow. Kyle Pitts, like his season wasn't even fantasy relevant to us because he only got one touchdown. And it was it was not even on American soil, like it reminds us. But it was also like uh if the, the worst thing is you know, like per game basis stats are what I always look at is like, yeah, you got a Thawa, but look at how you got it. It was just so shitty on their way to it. You know what I mean? Well, because what sucks is like I, I haven't gone and looked at his stats, but I know he had a couple games where he went over a hundred yards. You know, so I mean, there was games where he had was like really shitty, like along the way too, along with no touchdowns. Yeah, doesn't like if you if at least you have like a game that'll compensate for like like two bad games. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the old Amari Cooper shit. You know, like when he mm-hmm. used to have like eight horrible games, or even like old old pun intended, like old Julio days, like those, yeah. like the you know twenty. Julio would go for like one hundred and seventy five in one game. Yeah, two hundred forty. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll go, like, for 200 in a game, and then, like, other games, he might be, like, average, like, 60. And it's like, man, you know, if you don't get that touchdown, and you might hit. But see, but it was, but it would be cool, though. Like, it was cool, like, when Shannon came there because he kind of revitalized him. Because now it's like, all right, let's get the ball in his hands also. Not, and then we're not just going to use him in this one fashion. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, you see games where Julio's getting, like, 15 targets. You're like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that happened during that Shannon era. But it was, like, same thing, too, man. Those, they, get, they get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Fucking no matter what position it is. You know what I mean? Fucking and tight end, they have a high probability of getting hurt. That's another thing, too, because they're out there blocking and getting grimy. You're in the trenches. Yeah. And Antonio, thanks for reminding me, because I need to throw this up, remind people about tomorrow's box break. We're doing the... We're doing the mega box. The the Panini uh, Playbook Mega Box. And uh, let me throw it up here. What teams are available? I'm pretty sure the Packers are available, Antonio. Let me see. Tino said Kelsey's the GOAT. Um, It's crazy because, like, as of right now, Tony Gonzalez was doing it so long that Kelsey still needs to work to catch up to his overall, you know, stats. I'll anoint him. (laughs) But uh, I I second my birthday twin. And we have three birthdays. Well, there's three of us in here. Yeah. I, I love Kelsey, though. I mean, rule one of, of fantasy is you do not trade Kelsey away. Rule two of fantasy, if you don't have Kelsey on your team, you try to trade for Kelsey every single day that you can. Because <laughs> if you get Kelsey, that just gives you so much more that's, of an advantage. That's my, con- my contribution to the Kelsey rule. <laughs> your, your, yours is the first part, right? This is, this is great that we came together on this. This is a great rule. And when it comes to Kelsey, if you have him, you don't trade him. Uh oh. You don't have him every day. You try to trade for him. Antonio said, What? He said, The mega bonus hole? Hold on. I'll pull out the three that we're doing tomorrow. So we got three boxes that we're doing tomorrow. We're doing, we got a Don Russ blaster box. We've been getting some dope inserts like in those ones. 
So yeah, that is a dope one. We got the the Panini Chronicles draft picks edition 2021 edition, and then the Mega Box, the Mega Box, the Playbook Mega Box, and yeah, we got some good ones in this one last time as well. And the teams that are ava- the available are on the screen right now. <coughs> and uh, yeah, we only have. Uh, there's probably only eight to ten teams that are taken right now. I've been slacking because I've been sick about posting about this shit. The Mega Box. <laughs> All right. I'm like that's that mega pussy right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, mega bonus hole. <laughs> mega the Mega Box. There we go. Perfect. Said lock in the Packers. Gotcha. Ooh, Crispy said the Brownies. Lock in the Brownies. What year is that one? Uh, so two of the boxes are 2022, and one of the boxes is 2021. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's only draft picks. No, I know. I'm aware of it. I'm just wondering what year it is. Yeah. Well, because the 2021, that one. Oh, like, I mean, for the people, yeah. yeah. The one that we did last time, we got a Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, like college, like card in there. Cool. Yeah. We're shutting it all down, Noble. All right, let's lock in. Noble, and then Noble wants me right now. And uh, let me get Antonio on there for the Packers. The Mega Box. The Mega Box. All right. I want to sell this toy. What? That's a, that's a Shane O'Mac or a Vince McMahon action figure. But yeah. I can get money, <laughs> and and I'll get the money. And argue with the kid. And I'll give money. And I'll yeah. Give see, the did money you hear me? Said, but uh, they could give me money, and then I could give them money too. <laughs> yeah, Noble's the one who's uh, he's gonna have a lot of sales, but um, he always wants to sell everything for a dollar. He was like, I think that'd be a good price to charge him. Actually, like thirty-five dollars. Oh, now he changed it to thirty-five dollars. There you go, kid. <laughs> You're gonna go far. Now you're thinking. And I can get my own PS5 for my own. Oh, he's there trying to. You're trying to get a PS5. You got, got goals, bro. That's a good goal to work towards. You know what I mean? I told him when we get a thousand subscribers on Stacking Bricks that he he can get a PS5. So he's got to work on. That's too long. We got it. We're at 150. You're almost there, kid. <laughs> you're almost a quarter of the way. Oh, man. See, he always tells me we got to get more subscribers. Make the Bat Cave. Make this one. Make that one. We're working on it. We're going to work on it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's going to be a fun one. Well said, Salute Noble. Yeah, that's Derek. He said, Salute Noble. Yeah, check this one out. Noble wants me to build this one. This does look like uh, this one is going to be super dope. It's like a super giant Lego minifigure. That's check cool. That out. This one's going to be super cool. All right. Antonio got you in on the Packers. Crispy got you in on the Brownies. The Megabonks. And uh, what up, Electro? He said, should I trade Jalen Ramsey for Richie Grant? Yes, do it. Yes, do it. Yes, do it. Yeah. Yes, do it. right. Get Richie Grant. Hey, he, snap, he snap called it too. He was right. That was meant for a snap call. Yeah, you do that immediately. Bring Richie it Grant. Grant. <laughs> Richie, Richie Grant. Oh. Yeah. Get Richie. Bring is. back Richie Grant. Yeah, bring sure. back Richie Grant. Don't don't go. have Richie Grant and trade him away for 
Richard Sherman. Right. Don't do it on the other side. Taylor Ramsey. Yeah. And uh, look at this, Noble. Our homie Peacock, he said, I'm subscribed. Thanks, Miles Peacock. (laughs) Hell yeah. And Derek said, Richie Grant, that IDP life. Hell yeah. All right. No show tonight. I should be. Well, we'll see. I should be good to be back tomorrow morning. We'll see. I don't know what it is. Waking up in the morning, I was like coughing like crazy. There was like no suppressing it like at all. But uh, yeah, feeling a little bit better though. We'll see how we're feeling tomorrow. You get better, my brother. Yeah, we're going to have to report it. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either way, we're making it for FNT. We can't miss that. That's going to be an everyday thing no matter what. All right, let's get the hell up out of here. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. Go check out all the videos that we got up there on the channel. I'm, I'm still posting shorts and things like that, the short videos. Uh, go check it out on TikTok as well. Go subscribe to the podcast, the, the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast, and the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast. We did what we do last week. Any given Sunday, Act 1 dropped yesterday on the podcast, <laughs> and Act 2 tomorrow you do not want to miss it dope ass movie you want to get the recap of it we'll see you guys tomorrow peace out as i make my way the fact i'm still alive my claim to fame is no surprise i'm on the rise finna stake my claim separate from the others cause we ain't the same ask my brothers from another we ain't for play time is money so we got no time to wait soon as this thing's moving it can't be stopped blue bands in my pocket call that juggernaut That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.